What's up and welcome back to Kind of Funny's Rocky slash Creed in review. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I am joined by the birthday boy himself, oh. Andy Ooh, Cortez. Birthday. Happy birthday. How you feeling? Thank you very, very much. I'm feeling fan- phenomenal. I'm ready to talk about this movie. I'm ready to talk about, I guess, what we can get ready for, which is the real big show uh, in part three. What's his face? Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors has yeah. his face. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's it was face. Full, I right? think of the body. Exactly. I don't think it was a face. whole lot going on. A yeah, whole yeah. lot going on. Uh, joining us as well, the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Happy birthday, Andy. I didn't get a chance to say that to you yet. Thank you. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. Uh, my brother got you some Legos for your birthday and left him on the bus. Oh. And he's really sad. Oh. <laughs> I feel so bad for him, too. Yeah. Uh, and making his return, of course, it's Rocky. It's Creed. We need the one and only Sancho West. Hey, I'm very, very excited to talk to you guys about Creed. And man, it's good to be back. And hey, you might see me in person soon. You oh, might. Oh, and by might, might, I mean 1,000%, baby, because he's coming here. He's going to be right there on this That's table right. for Creed 3. Uh, we're going to watch the movie together. I'm excited about that. And guess what? If Sancho's here, we're probably going to stream with him. Oh, yeah. I don't know what course. you guys are going to get into, but it's going to be great. That'll be the Friday, uh, March 3rd. It must be the day Creed 3 comes out. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Really exciting stuff overall. Um, of course, this is kind of funny's in review where each and every week we rank, review, and recap different movie franchises if there's a franchise you love or hate chances are we have already uh ranked it reviewed it and you should check it out you can check it out at youtube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com you can also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for kind of funny in review and we'll be right there for you um this week we have two in reviews which is great of course we have uh there's creed there's ant-man and the wasp quantumania um last week we did uh magic mike's last dance so you can definitely check that out i was saying it's probably gonna get four thousand views i'm pleased to say as of today it finally crossed four thousand views all it's, right fucking did dude. it everybody we technically have two and a quarter reviews out right now two and a quarter two and a quarter you know what i mean it, it is it is what it is two and a half uh but you can check that out of course if you want to get the show ad free and watch live as we record these things though you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny just like our producers trent barry James Hastings, Colin Huguenel, Casey Andrew, Nathan Lamothe have done. We appreciate all of you so very, very much. Today we're brought to you by Honey and Shady Rays, and that's not accurate at all. It's HelloFresh, baby. <laughs> we're brought to you by HelloFresh, <laughs> and I'll yeah. tell you all you about go. that later. Uh, let's get right into it. I've been very excited to get to this one. Creed, uh, released on November 25th, 2015, um, which is just so wild to think about this franchise starting in 1976. Hell yeah, bro. And having iterations pretty much every decade. (laughs) They endure. They endure. Is there any other franchise that has a movie out in the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, 2010s, and now... 2020s Star Wars, but not in the 90s, right? I think the, no yeah. 90s, yeah. And uh, really, Halloween, yeah. probably. Mm, yeah, probably because they did all those Jamie Lee Curtis like H2Os in the 90s. Yeah, but yeah, Halloween maybe There's some horror movies. Maybe Scream. No, Scream came out in the yeah. 90s, not 70s. That's dumb. yeah, that's dumb. So absolutely wild. Uh, the runtime is two hours and 13 minutes. The longest film in the Rocky saga, directed by Ryan Coogler. Really, uh, one of the movies to put him on the map. Yeah, Coogie um, Nights. Cookie Nights, everybody. Cookie Nights. Uh, Fruitvale Station was another uh, big one from him. And of course, Black Panther and Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, and speaking of that, that combination, the music was done by Ludwig Gorenson. And goddamn, he goes off. Music in this, in this movie is incredible. I just can't eat it. It's so good. I, I, 
I have to apologize to Tim. We'll get there here in a bit. Oof, that hurt. That stings. I've been there. I hate it. I <laughs> have you ever apologized or admitted you're wrong? <laughs> ever? No. No, I wasn't fucking gonna bring this up. But we watched the intro before the show started, and Nick looked at himself and talked about himself in the most just disgustingly like like sexual objectification yeah. way. And it's like, Nick, you are you're such an ass. He looked at himself in the intro and he goes. Oh man, I gotta get that beard back. I looked so much better back then. Look at me now. I fucking lost it. <laughs> <laughs> Which I just, I fucking love. I love all of that. But yeah, Andy, I can't wait to hear what you have to say to me because I have some feelings about it, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this one had a budget of $40 million and a box office of $173 million. Uh, it was uh, nominated for the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor. Um, for our boy Sly, uh, didn't get it, but got the nomination. Uh, Sancho West, I want to start with you. What'd you think of Creed? Dude, I remember watching Creed. I mean, it came out like nine years after Rocky Balboa. So I watched Creed and thinking like, how a great way to continue the legacy of Rocky Balboa. And, but the thing is like, when I watched it back then, it felt like a brand new experience still, even though it still hits the tropes of Rocky, it follows the same kind of formula that, that we've been talking about this entire in review. Uh, but I, for me, it leaves a sour taste in my mouth, but only because of what's been happening with, with Stallone with the entire Rocky franchise. And I don't want to get ahead, but he's been having issues with Creed 3 and things of that sort. So the whole time I'm watching this, I love what Rocky does in this movie. I love Sly Stallone in this movie so much. And that it makes me feel like I don't know where to rank it. That's where, like, I'm so I've never walked into in review, even as a fan, not knowing where I'm going to rank something. And so I'm so curious to where you're going to rank this one. I, I loved it. There were some times where I felt that, that runtime. Um, my only like biggest critique against it is that I feel that Adonis Creed or uh, Michael B. Jordan, he just comes off like he doesn't like it just rushes the beginning and he's so mad about everything that i feel like a lot of the characters tell him who he is and i get that that's the whole point because he doesn't know who he is and i I just feel there's moments of that i'm not i'm not i'm not finding that attachment to adonis as much as rocky like when rocky walks into the 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 room and i noted it down it's like 15 minutes within the movie that he actually comes into the movie. I'm like, awesome, he's here because it added it. It just added something to it that the movie was lacking. But um, I don't know, man. I just feel that with Adonis Creed, I just felt like he's he's really angry and mad. And I was like, he has a lot of characters telling him who he is or what he needs to go through. That uh, it, it, that's where it kind of like loses its mark for me. But. I still don't know where I'm going to rank it. I liked it. I enjoyed watching it. This is like probably the third time I've seen it. And I think that the best part about this movie was like it kept the Rocky, the, the Rocky legacy going in a much organic way. More so, I'm sorry, Tim, more so than Fast and the Furious, where it's like, oh, by the way, yeah, Han never died, bro. He's still alive. <laughs> you know? Like it did, it never had that kind of a, like a moment like that for me. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll take uh, next on this just because you're saying you you're not sure where you're gonna rank this. I'm yeah. so sure where I'm gonna rank this. This is number one. I knew it was gonna be for me uh, when we first started doing Rocky in review. I had never seen the Rocky movies, uh, and I'd only seen Creed one once, and it was on. Uh, it was the Greg Miller special, uh, where on a flight back from Japan, me and Gia 
uh, watched it on the back of a, a airplane right. seat, which you guys can imagine, I, I did not want to do that. She started watching the movie, and I was like, I'm not, this people I know love this movie. I don't want to watch it this right. way. This I is re- not the way I want to consume this. Yeah. So she started it, and I did the thing where I'm kind of like looking over at it, and about 10 minutes in, I'm like, ah, can you start over? Yeah, we right. both did the thing, three, two, one, hit play. What's your threshold for that, by the way? Is she 20 minutes in? You asking her to restart over? 30 I mean, minutes? 10 minutes is fine. I'm, I've done I'm pretty egregious with this shit. Are you? Oh, yeah. I'm it's very hour particular. 45, and you're like, start it over. We'll start it over. Time. Start it over. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we did it all, and uh, I, I have never been that excited on an airplane in my life going through this movie. There are moments where both of us were just like, like so hyped and so in, and it's, you know, just dead silence around us. But um, so that was like really special to me, and I've been really excited to to watch this again. And it's my first time um, since then, and being able to watch it properly. Um, what it is not my first time is listening to the soundtrack, which I have done pretty much every day yeah. since I first watched this movie, um, yeah. which I fucking love so damn much. Uh, but I now have so much more context, having seen the the Rocky movies in, in review leading into this. Before just watching it, I thought. Creed worked so well as just you don't need to watch the other ones. Like it's mm-hmm. just watching this and it's a great That's movie. So wild to me. That's on its so own. wild to me. You had no context None. going into this movie. And I stand by it. That's I think crazy. this movie it's does a great job crazy. of just, just working on its own. But now that I know everything, I'm like, oh my God, that's a reference to five. Yep. That's this, that's that. I'm like, this is so There's fucking the robot. Good. There's the fucking robot here. <laughs> Singing you happy birthday. There's Polly's porn collection. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but it's, I, it's like walking, it's like a video game getting all the Easter eggs when you walk around, like, oh, here's Polly's porn collection. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, Andy, you have that thing where you go, huh? And then you put it down. Yeah, you you rotate it. (laughs) Polly getting freaky, huh? (laughs) Uh, And also, this movie doesn't have Polly, so it's like there's just like a lot of wins going on, right? Um, But real talk, I I fucking I adore this movie. I I just think it is such a a great time. I think it's such a great story, Sancho. I don't think you're wrong. I think that a lot about what you're saying about Adonis as a character uh, is. I kind of I get why they did some things, um, and I think that the choices they made make this kind of work on its own better than like really trying to tie everything in a little too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think overall it really worked for me. There were some choices that I don't think were absolutely perfect, but like goddamn man, the the montage in this movie, the the, the training montage, it's just yeah. like it is so inspiring. It is so exciting, and the fight is great. Just like the supporting cast, everything they got going on. Tessa, goddamn Thompson, man. Yeah, she's great. She's so great. She's so natural, dude. She's such a natural. Them together is great. Her having her own dreams and own things she's doing. It's just like... This movie is refreshing as hell, and I, um, I love that, you know, with this, Halloween, um, Top Gun Maverick, like, legacy sequels can work and be really fucking good, and like... Not just because of what they're tied to, but on their own. I think that this is uh, one of the best examples of that. And I can't wait for next week to watch two. And I really can't wait for three. But yeah, this this for me is, it's number one. Nick Scarpino. Yeah, for me as well. Um, I, I mean, not maybe not number one, but I, I enjoyed this movie uh, watching it again. I enjoyed it the first time. And actually, just right off the rip when they were like, hey, this is going to be what this movie is about. I'm like, yep, that makes sense. What a great idea. And kudos to Stallone for finally going for it because I know Ryan Coogler uh, lobbied really hard with him to to make this a reality. And it's just a really great way to build build continue the lore of the original franchise uh, while also sort of soft rebooting it for a newer generation. I mean, Michael B. Jordan's a huge star now. He was uh, you know on the rise then in this kind of. I don't want to say this put him on the map because oh yeah, it did quite a few things. But he, you know, he was in the Wire. Was, he was right. in um, Friday Night Lights, uh, Friday Night Lights, and, and Chronicle. Right. 
Fruitvale had really Fruitvale was the one where he got like a lot of like nods for. <laughs> yeah, Andy, fantastic. And then this was yeah. he was a fantastic boy. Yeah. He, sure um, was. And Big sure was. Yeah, um, sure was. So him. it's sure it's 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 really fun for me. And it's you know I'll never forget. I was talking to Snowbike Mike, which is like talking to a child. And he was like, "What's Creed about, Nick?" And I was like, "Well, do you want the long version or the short version?" And he goes, "Give me the long version." And I sat in Let's Play Lab with <laughs> sit him. on my lap, and man. I said, "This is the story of Rocky." And then years later, this is the story of Creed. And when I got to the fact that Apollo Creed, who used to be Rocky's biggest opponent, and then turned his best friend, and then died in the ring, and then years later, Rocky would come back to train his son Adonis. Mike, great just name, went, by the way. Mike just went like this. Oh, such a good name. Whoa, it's animated, dude. dude. It's, it's incredible, so right? And I love they call him Donnie too, for sure. But yeah, he's but right. he's Adonis. In, in the lore of the Creed family, everyone's named after. But like, sort of Greek I mean, they kind of. It's also to kind of keep a secret. I feel like I, I don't. I, f- I felt like he was going by Donnie because he didn't want to be like Adonis. I'm Adonis. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I think it's. I think that's the whole emotional sort of crux of right. his character in this is that he's trying to distance himself from his father because course, yeah. he feels abandoned and he doesn't feel like he's a real Creed. And then, of course, by the end of it, he becomes. He he's not no longer a false Creed as, which is a weird thing for anyone but, to say. But it, pretty rare. Like, You're a false Creed. I'm like, what the. F- what? What does that mean? What, what does it mean? It's like, uh, um, what is it? The fucking demon body or whatever an avatar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I really like it. And I think I think if you were going to ask like, anyone like who's a huge fan of Rocky, like how do you continue this? How do you reboot it? Infusing Michael B. Jordan as this new character and having that lineage take over from – because Rocky's great. But we've told all the stories we possibly can. Like they could four have, times. They could have <laughs> gone sure? potentially with his with one of his sons. But like we've already seen the sons sort of be growing and, and doing off on their own. We've seen their stories already. So this is really kind of a fun way to to pass the torch and pass the baton to someone who's more interesting. Um, and then obviously Michael B. Jordan, I just think is um, – I can see your guys' criticism with him. But I feel like he works really well with everyone else in the scenes that he's in. And I think he and Tessa Thompson have great – chemistry and i think he and sylvester sloan have really good chemistry and that when he starts calling him unk oh. like i'm like ah oh, that just hits man it's like it hits. because really what he's looking for is like a father he's never had a father figure and 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 rocky kind of becomes that but then you have the the contrast of rocky being like my life is over and i kind of want it to end because everyone that i've ever loved has moved on even my son is living in uh, the far off land of vancouver. vancouver um and so it's kind of sad but you find these characters in a low place and they lift each other up i think it's a really beautiful story yeah just a real quick thing uh, i was reading an interview with sylvester stallone talking about creed one and he was saying that he thinks that it's one of the the more special rocky movies because the entire point of it is a relationship between a father and son yeah. and how that can change over time and that it should change over time and that you're you should be able to have those relationships with people and like and he was specifically saying like it doesn't need to be your actual son but you can have that yeah. type of familiar relationship with somebody and have it change their life and change your life uh it back i'm like god damn semester stallone like you want some shit even i mean even with the way the movie begins where felicia rashad's like i i'm not she's not even related to him yeah and she's like i feel like i should like you should have someone who you know can take care of you and that's such a complex relationship just right off the rip there of like redefining what a mother can be yep. to someone like how how like good of a person do you have to be for your husband to have cheated on you had an eligible child probably not as only and then be like i'm going to bring you up as my own as my son and then and he calls her ma which is which is incredible incredible it's man. it's it's good i don't know andy cortez what'd you think um i i watched it and i thought it was fine and then i rewatched it and had uh, a bit more of an appreciation for it. I'll still say though that I think I, I think I said this on Black Panther interview maybe that like I think Michael B. Jordan is one of the top five best actors when he's yelling. 
and I think he's one of the bottom <laughs> ten actors when he's like kind of sp- soft spoken in some <laughs> the parts. other the other ninety percent of the movie. Like yeah. it's not all the time, but there's a, there's a lot of I, I, I'm such a stickler for line delivery. Is if anybody's watching interview, you know how I feel about just certain moments with certain actors and. God, when he when when Michael B. Jordan is pissed off or yelling or like doing just something really really loud and angry, he is so convincing and so real. And then a lot of the other times when he's just kind of talking, it's just like, oh ah, man, it just it just doesn't feel right. There's something I, just off with it. I would agree with you. I think he. I think the moments he shines in this movie though are those moments of like fear in the fighting specifically. Yeah, where Rocky's yeah. talking to him and he's he had he really does put you in that spot of being on that chair in that corner. And I mean, my favorite part of this is. It's a, it's a one little thing where the guy's like, how many fingers am I holding up? And Rocky taps in the back of his head. He does such a great job of just being like, four, two. And he's just in it, but he's he's out of it at the same time, which is for me is not. De- definitely not those moments. Yeah. Like, I yeah. really, I, I enjoy a lot of those pieces. There's just some. It's mo- it's line deliveries where he's like talking like one, a little lines here that they're yeah. just passing with Tessa Thompson. You're like, you're not really in the scene that well. Yeah. Things like that. And it doesn't help that she's also a phenomenal actor. She's incredible, And man. really, really nailed her character in this and just has this like confident vibe the entire time that's intimidating and i think he's supposed to be sort of a little bit intimidated by it and he's not really selling it too much i mean some of the i think the best acting in the movie is after that the first fight that we'll get to by the way amazing i mean mm. just the single yeah. shot the one I'm shot. sucker for that shit really, let, let, really let me good. let me drop some shit on you real quick about Multiple that one shot uh there's uh, numerous extended yeah. shots in the film uh which cinematographer uh, uh maurice alberti said helped penetrate the inherent manipulation of filmmaking the most celebrated examples an entire two-round boxing match captured in a single steadicam shot there's no post-production stitching None wow. at all. Yeah. Everybody thinks we're cheating, but this is all one shot. Uh, the scene was filmed with an Ari Alexa by Steadicam operator uh, uh, Ben Semenoff, and the director Ryan Coogler shot 13 takes of the sequence, with the 11th being the one used in the final film. I just Fuck love yeah. shit like that. That's awesome. But I love the like, no, 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 no. There's no cuts. There's no bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> was and, that and just you can tell because there was cuts in the other ones. Well, there was yes. cuts in a couple things. Uh, yeah, those are yeah. obvious cuts. Yeah, you, you but like, no, no, I mean, like, there's a shot where he comes out of the um, for the final fight when he's coming out of the locker room. It goes to like dips to dark. For a little too long, and then it comes back up, and I'm like, I wonder if there was a cut there or not. I, I think that that what they're trying to say is like, the only cuts are the obvious cuts. Like that was a cut where they're like, yes, they wanted to uh, explicitly show. Okay, this is a cut because they I, wanted everything to be like it's a one shot. Oh, that felt I like think, one, yeah. I think like the, the where, where I'm trying to struggle with is like I I just feel like the way the movie starts, it, it just doesn't. I don't know. It's like you're you're on board. Like how does it all of a sudden? that you know creed's wife decides to help adonis after the situation it just feels like you're not really you have to make a lot of leaps into what's happening to get on board with what's going down with creed or with uh, michael b jordan <sighs> he's a great actor I, I love him in a lot of things and he always brings his a game i just felt like when it when you're you're adding to the rocky legacy when it comes to the differences between creed and rocky himself this movie needed rocky a lot and when it comes down to it i i feel that I don't know if it's a writing thing or, or, or something when it comes down to what's happening. I just feel like there's a lot of scenes where people are telling a lot of things to Creed himself. Like they're telling things to Adonis. They're saying who he is. And there, it, it just doesn't – those are the things where I where I have a hang up in. But overall, I, I really did like the vibe of the movie. I just don't know like where is my hiccup with I, it. That's the only thing, you know? Yeah, I do feel like once Sylvester Stallone is brought in, it really feels like – the heart is brought back 100%. into it because yes, I, I wasn't feeling super attached to a lot of the rest of it. Like, just like Sancho was saying, again, I'm more amazed by the spectacle of the one shot. I'm kind of in, in, amazed by the technical aspects of mm-hmm. that. 
But when Sylvester Stallone is introduced and he's doing all the Rockyisms that we talked about mm-hmm. in the other movies, and he's just such a lovable goof, man. And I like, I want to fucking fight for this man until the death. Like, I just, <laughs> I just love this dude, you know. Like, and, and I feel like he really brings that. Um, he brings that sort of uncle kind of vibe to it when he's he's suddenly here and he's hesitant at first and I'm, wait who told you this story what the fuck like uh, oh my god like you're you're cre- holy shit what the like that realization is just so great and then just that's adorable moment of him being at the at the at the boxing sort of um what's it called like the the training the gym, the, the gym. The gym yeah being yeah. at the gym and that great reaction from Michael B. Jordan walking in and being like, oh, my God, he, he's fucking here. He came. Yeah. And be like, yeah, yeah I was in town. And they're like, oh, just so adorable, man. He's just the fucking best, dude. And that's why I feel kind of similar to Sancho where I'm kind of worried about the rest of it because I know that some, you know, they, they've had some issues with filmmaking and, and the rights and wanting to go in certain directions. But I still enjoyed the movie. I don't know where it'll rank for me either right now. I'll have to look at our overall rankings. I got to assume it'll be up there, though, with, some of the other movies that we've had in this franchise. <laughs> For Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, oh, fine. We'll get there. We'll get there later. Uh, I want to take a real quick word from our sponsors, but when we get back, we're going straight in the plot, baby. Shout out to HelloFresh for sponsoring this episode. Remember those New Year's goals you promised yourself that you'd stick to? Well, HelloFresh is here to help you eat better by delivering fresh ingredients and easy recipes right to your door, taking the hassle out of dinner time. Fast and fresh recipes, HelloFresh's latest line of meals featuring robust flavors and filling portions are ready in less than 15 minutes so you can enjoy taste and quality done quick with recipes like falafel power bowls, seared steak and potatoes with Bernays sauce, or Southwest pork and bean burritos. A ton of us here at Kind of Funny have been using HelloFresh for years. Kevin loves how easy it is to get Paula vegetarian options, while I just love how quick the fast and fresh recipes come together during a hectic day in the studio. Go to HelloFresh.com slash kind of funny 65 and use code kind of funny 65 for 65 percent off plus free shipping that's hellofresh.com slash kind of funny 65 and use code kind of funny 65 for 65 percent off plus free shipping hellofresh america's number one meal kit here's the plot ladies and gentlemen here is the plot for creed one step at a time, Tim. One punch at a time. One round at a time. That's how we're going to build yeah. this champion, ladies and gentlemen. But first, got to go back to 1998, the year I graduated high school. We're over in Los Angeles. <laughs> I love that's the thing that you pull from this entire moment. Yep. Like, yeah, oh, I saw that. I was like, wow. mm, okay, yeah. Mm, middle school, maybe. That's how it goes. Uh, we're, in, we're over in Juvenile Hall, and, and a fight breaks out. And little Adonis beats, just beats the hell out of some kid. Uh, in walks Felicia Rashad. You know what uh, I didn't like right here? He's a good kid. He just fights a lot. Well, he's not a good kid then. <laughs> he's, he's fighting, he's the living he's fuck if he's fighting all the time, that is not a good kid. I'm sorry. And especially if his father is one of the most yeah. well-trained, well-known boxers of all time. Right. Like if he's that. if he's only fought twice or three times, maybe, you know, shit happens. But like he's fighting all the time. Not a good kid. I'm sorry. question <laughs> I have about this part is, yeah. uh, and I haven't, I've only watched the Creed trailers like a couple times when they've just like been in front of me. But, uh, we know that there's relationships. Are, are they going to do the fucking flashback thing where we see that Jonathan Majors is actually in mm-hmm. jail with him in this scene? Probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I imagine we'll we will. Because they were like watching each other's back back in the day, right? That's the whole point mm-hmm. of it. 
Mm-hmm. Damn, we'll dog. Um, <laughs> I, I, I really like this scene. I, I really like Felicia Rashad. I think she brings a, she's a, great. A, a great moment here where you can tell she's conflicted here, but she's basically like, listen, I, I lost, a, like, you lost your mother and I lost Apollo, and pretty much we're all we have left of, of those two people. So why don't you come stay with me? Um, and she's like, you know, uh, uh, she invites me to stay with her and says, I would like that very much for you to come stay with me. Uh, would you like to do that? And and then uh, she said, "What was my?" He says, "What was my dad's name?" And then the fucking it just says, "Oh, <laughs> chills again." Cool and shit, at that bro. point, Dude. I'm like, oh, "They're fuck. nailing this." They got movie. it. They, got <laughs> they it. figured <laughs> out what what we all want in this. It's so good. Uh, cut to, of course, 2015, uh, the year I graduated college. Tijuana, Mexico, and Adonis is all grown up now, man. And let me tell you, he is yacked out of his gore. Michael B. Jordan really put this together. No, I graduated college in 2002. I just just wanted to feel young for once. Uh, cool shot. I and mean, this is the, this is the first one shot, right? We follow him all the way up the stairs into the venue. We go on the crowd, and as we come back into the uh, the bell rings, and he starts fighting and just knocks this guy fucking out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he goes back to this boring ass financial group that he works at in L.A., where they call him Don. And he's Don. like, you know what? This is not for me. I finally won my fifteenth fight, and it's time to resign. So he said he submits the letter of resignation, then heads over to his mom's house, but he doesn't have the heart to tell her the bad news. Uh, then he watches old fights of his father. And this is, I mean, look, I get it. Are you about to talk shit about this scene? It's a, he is. It's just a small pet peeve of mine. It's a small pet peeve of mine. (laughs) When they show, as for fight footage, they show the the scenes of the movie that are clearly (laughs) like, would never be covered in a normal fight that way. Like nobody got that close to him, low angle from the fucking, like, you know, the mat. They just don't have that. But, but you know, Nick, we had him. Boxing as if he was his, his father. Dad. Yeah, he's mirroring him in front of the projector. It's incredible. This is, thank you, Tim. Fucking awesome. I right. fucking loved it. It's okay. it's it's visual storytelling, Nick. Okay? Exactly. The, the projection is on him. There's a oh. shadow behind him. You Hit know, it with me, Andy. Shadow Jesus. boxing. One thing I wanted to point out though is that the movie starts just like Rocky One starts. Him fighting in a really crappy place in a church. This one's in. It's been out there in Tijuana, so it's like kind of strange and weird. And it's, I was waiting for someone to go, you bum! You're a bum! <laughs> that's what I was waiting for for that. But yeah, there's a lot, that's what I'm saying, there's a lot of parallels to Rocky One and Creed One. Yep. Um, of course, the next day, he goes over to Delphi Boxing Academy, home of Apollo Creed, uh, where I believe this is Duke's son. It is. It is. And they confirm that, which yeah. is little Duke. Fucking hilarious. Little Duke. Um, love this Delphi, actor. which is the home gym of of Creed in this universe, but Delphi, another Greek reference. We got the Adonis, we got Creed, oh. Delphi. There you go. I Kratos. don't know what Delphi is, but Delphi, would God have yeah, beaten the shit out of someone. No, there there was the uh, the Oracle of Delphi, right? I think Delphi is a place. Then yes, ah, Greek cool. Greek myth with uh, Adonis <laughs> offers. He was like, but little Duke's like, look, I'm not training you, man. Your dad died in this, and I promised that it just wasn't going to happen. We're keeping you away from this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all watching this and I'm, i swear to god i'm a fucking like uh, a pig in shit i'm sitting here and i'm like who's gonna train him we all know who's gonna train yeah, him it's yeah. gonna be rocky yeah, of course <laughs> right, real quick i nailed it delphi's a place fuck yeah very Woo-hoo! cool uh good job before of course uh he leaves he offers up a challenge to any guys in the gym he's like i'll give you the keys to my mustang and then kevin no, he doesn't what's that he doesn't say that what does he say? Stang. He says, I'll give you the keys to my Stang. Stang. Okay. 
Like okay. one of his stings. I it feels fucking bad. love this movie. Badass. Uh, of course, Kevin the Bank Greer asks, what do I have to put up for it? And Adonis replies, your hands. Ooh. Come on, son. Of course, he... Come on! He makes pretty fast work of him, uh, puts his ass down on the mat until the stunt man steps up. Now, you guys know that as a fan of Top Gun Maverick, I'm a huge mm-hmm. fan of, of Got these it. nicknames, these call signs all these boxers have, right? And I love that they were like, we're going to really let, like ride this thing home. We're going to really drive this home with just this, the freeze frame and the graphic yeah. that happens. Yeah. And I'm like, I love it. I love it's dumb, but I love it. I love that we don't see the pretty Ricky one until the final match. And it like, can you imagine like a video game like moment where maybe there's somebody who's been Creed's friend the whole movie and then suddenly they're and then suddenly a reversal's about to happen and you see the title card pop and you're like, Oh man, he's about to fight him right yeah. now. Like, yeah. oh. It's like in Scott Pilgrim with the with the girl with Roxy. We're like, oh, you don't expect right. them to fight, but then it's like it turns on. Fuck, right. that's so good. All right, can uh, I try this out one more time? Go for it. There we go. Oh, okay, there we go. How does that sound like a Pokemon character? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A quick little thing here for Danny, the stuntman Wheeler, which is come the fuck on. So good. Uh, The Olympic gold medal that uh, he shows off in the HBO promo scene is real, and it belongs to the actor slash boxer. Really? He won the the, the light heavyweight at the 2004 Summer Games in Athens. That's wow. he's a great he's a great boxer, dude. He was like the one I always picked in EA Sports those fight <laughs> night games, really, because he was so fast. He his he was known for just being so accurate and counter punching. But yeah, Andre Ward was a bad dude. And shout outs to that HBO documentary thing. That thing was sick, dude. It always gets me high watching those twenty four seven things for boxing fights. And and while watching that, I started thinking, you know, this reminds me of like watching real sports and stuff. Yep. But then HBO also had real sex. It did. And then I was like. Were those the same kind of same no. production teams? Yeah. But like the idea that HBO had real sports, <laughs> the sports docudrama right. where like we're taught we're interviewing, but then they had real sex, which is kind of the same thing, yeah, but about sex. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it makes sense, right? And I, I was like, oh my god, that's like they're the same shit. Like I don't know what you're talking about. Can you we, never watched that? You never watched you never real, sex? real sex on HBO? Oh man, real sex is like the closest thing I had to porn because I didn't yep. have Cinemax. Mm-hmm. And on real sex, like sometimes it'd be a, an old person retreat where there'd be like seventy year olds banging. You're like, I guess this will do. This is it. This will do for now. Tim, this will do. This will have to do. Tim, he, he's actually underselling it. Every time it would be an old person's retreat. Yeah, seventy. And they would, and yeah, yeah, they'd have like it'd be like white people with dreadlocks, and they'd be like fucking oh, no. smoking weed, and it yeah. was just it was, it was a lot. Back I'm not bush. gonna. <laughs> a lot of gray backbush. Okay. Can we get a real kind of funny? That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, <laughs> of course, the stunt man steps in and puts him down for the count. We get the coolest camera move in this whole thing where as he's falling down, the camera falls with him. It's super rad. Uh, That's pretty rad. And he's on the ground. Adonis goes home and tells his mommy, quit. Uh, she sees his black eye and freaks, and this is a fucking great scene. She says, Apollo, he goes, I'm not going to get hurt. And she goes, Apollo didn't get hurt. He got killed. You are your father's son, and you're part of him, but that doesn't mean you have to be him. And he goes, I'll call you. She goes, you want to be in someone's ring? You don't have to call me. And I'm like, oh. God damn, don't piss off God, Blizzard. Damn. God, bro. Uh, Donnie heads to Philly, uh, home of the cheesesteak, Andy. Philly. Yeah. <laughs> and home of the loser-ass eagles. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Come on. Damn. Okay. We did not have boy. to bring that energy into this. And if you're an Eagles fan, I apologize for how poorly they played in that fourth quarter. Um, At least comment for the algorithm, though. Yeah. Come fight in the comments of this. <laughs> yeah, please do. Please do. <laughs> 
Uh, let's see. Uh, he sees the statue of Rocky, which looks different this time. I don't know if there was a different statue. They couldn't get the original prop, but it looks a little bit more. It looks closer to the statue they put up at the end of uh, Batman. <laughs> the, you know what I mean? Batman Begins <laughs> than it did the original one. I was like, I mean, oh, wait, can they move the statue? It's just there, the right? Yeah, they, there. no, they moved it. it, oh, it's, it the real it's not really there. I don't think it's really there. It is. And they moved it to the bottom. Yeah, it's on the bottom. But now, it's real. Right? It's in Philly. Yeah, it's there. Oh, I didn't know they left it up. I thought they just put it up for the movie and no. like take, no, 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 put it up no, for like Rocky Day or whatever. No, the fuck no, it is. no, no, no. Rocky Day. <laughs> they put it back up to the top for Rocky Day, but then they everybody, everybody gets Rocky Road ice cream. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's funny. They put it at the bottom of the stairs so I could run up. That's great. That's brisk, baby. Uh, he sees the statue and then he heads over to Rocky's restaurant, which is called Adrian's, and that gets me every oh, single time. That's great. Um, so to see his uncle, and he goes, "I heard about a third fight between you and Apollo behind closed doors. Who won?" And he says, "How." He's like, how did you beat, uh, uh, and he's like, how'd you beat him? And he goes, time beat him. Time beats everyone. And Donna, yeah. It's fucking Rocky just dropping the bombs, like, man. Beat, man. This, uh, this is great. And this was a moment where, like, I appreciate it. All the context there. You don't need to watch Rocky to know any of this. But now that I do it, I know what fight they're talking about. I'm like, that's my favorite movie. The fucking freeze frame punch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's, that made me laugh. It's like, hey, how, how did you know about the fight? Well, there's a painting right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's right behind you. Uh, this, this is a great scene where he's like, I want you to train me. He's like, no, I don't want to train you. I'm done with all that. And he's like, well, you owe me at least that. And he's like, well, your father, you know, died in the ring. And he's like, well, maybe he went out. Like, he wanted to go out, and then Rocky has just a banger of a line. He goes, no, I think he'd rather be here talking to you. Yeah, man. And it's like, right. it's just that yeah. wisdom of age of, like, if I could do it all over again. We got a couple moments of that in this. I love really that. Uh, so Joey uh, came over to watch it uh, with us last night, and she hadn't seen this before, and she hasn't seen the other Rocky movies. She's, you know, she's aware of the overall, but she hasn't seen The family it. guy effect. Uh, exactly. <laughs> and... Uh, I was like, just kind of like update her as the examiner. I'm like, oh, this this is referencing this, this is refer- like a live in review essentially. And yeah. um, like when the, this whole section happened of him asking like, oh, will you train me? I was like, Joey, actually before uh, in Rocky Five, Rocky did train uh, a young up and cover, but he then turned on him and it turned <laughs> it into a street brawl. Yeah. <laughs> Joey's like, are you fucking with me? I'm like, I wish I was. Yeah, I wish that didn't Only exist. In America. Uh, on his way out, of course, he uh, turns around and says, "Who won that third fight?" And Rocky says, "He did." So cool. Oh, I love that they did it. I love that they said yeah. that. Because, you know, dude, they should have saved that for the final line of the movie, though. Oh, you're right. You're so, right. So who actually won that fight? Boom. Yeah. Credits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would have been sick. That good. That been That's so damn good. Wow. But, uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> just throw that into the ground, Andy. <laughs> that, plane just, uh, that plane just did not stay in light. <laughs> Uh, I really appreciate the um, the willingness of Sylvester Stallone to let Creed win, you know, because like, we hear about The Rock and Vin Diesel and all this dumb shit about like yeah. who can punch or whatever. I love that they made a Creed movie and like it's a Creed movie and Rocky understands and Rocky both as a character and Sylvester Stallone, who again wrote the character and it's right. like we've talked for six whatever movies now about like how there's a lot of similarities between them. I like that, that he, he allowed that to happen and, and embraced it. And they even say, they even say it multiple times here. They're like Adonis or Apollo Creed was the greatest boxer they ever live. Even, even Rocky says that he's like, I'm not the greatest. Like Apollo was, it's just, I caught him on the way down and he got me on the way up. And that's just how fighting goes. DJ Kenton in the chat said, there's a reason why the 4k Rocky collection coming out is only one through four. When did Polly die? Uh, between six and six, three. yeah, he wasn't in. He, he was in Bucky oh, Baba. Fucking rock. He, he was, was in all of them. Oh fuck, yeah. I didn't remember that. Damn, you're yeah, right. Remember, he was painting in the meat locker. He was painting yeah. cows. Oh, you're right. Because I was hoping that, yeah. like, well, I guess I mean these Creed movies already kind of ruined it. But like, I was hoping for Tim's sake <laughs> that they write off 
if he died in part five, that's not part of the canon anymore. Mm-hmm. And like, guess what? Paul is actually back. Exactly. Paul is <laughs> back. First. Uh, oh, one, one fact I want to drop here is uh, maybe he got out of the car. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone was sixty nine uh, when the film was nice. released. Nice. Uh, the same age as uh, Burgess really? Meredith when Rocky One was released. Wow. Wow. Different. What a different oh, three decades science. of steroids make. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Later that day, uh, Adonis watches an HBO sports promo for Pretty Ricky Conlon, uh, so who will good. be fighting. Danny Stuntman Wheeler, who's the same guy that put him down uh, in LA. Mm. Uh, that night, Danny gets awoken by his downstairs. Uh, Donnie, excuse me, get awoken by his downstairs neighbor who was spitting some nasty shit down on her uh, on her on her beat machine. <laughs> uh, he bangs on her door, and Tessa Thompson answers, and is and he just completely fumbles the rock here. Oh, it's great, man. He just, I just yeah. his response is like so ready to just talk shit and just be like, oh hey, I'm honest. It's like fuck, man. Oh, I believe in you immediately here. Yeah. I love that he's like, I got to work out in the morning, and she just gives him a ration of shit for that stupid-ass thing he just said. Like, why would you even mention that? Uh, the next morning, he heads to Mighty Mixed Gym, which is just so much cleaner than it was back in the 70s, oh, thanks to the, the fact that- The worst glow-up ever, dude. Pete's the worst. Give me now. that grime. <laughs> yeah, give me that grime, dude. Absolutely. Hey, and the, uh, Nick, wasn't that the OG janitor that was there, too? The guy that- that, that, that Was it really? Rocky? I think it was. Wow. Well, we'll get to that scene, but I was like, the, the dude, obviously, was it a wig- no, it's a toupee. So that's what that dude had. <laughs> but here's the thing, everyone. Okay, the toupee. The people that wear toupees are really the unsung hero of this business because they're the ones out there. <laughs> not they're not lying about their toupees. They're they're trying to sell more toupees. Are they gross door to door salesmen of the, of Hollywood? Maybe, but at least they're being honest about it. Unlike Evangeline Lilly. Oh, Is wow. it a wig? I don't know. Wigging out the Scarpino. It's funny because you hit the note already uh, and then hesitated on the note no, the third time. It was a. <laughs> Which one's the snare? <laughs> Why is it so quiet? It's, it's like so, it, I need more snare in my headphones. Oh, here we go. Is it a wig? I don't oh, no. know. No. Wigging out Jeez. with Scarpino. One of these days, we'll just build you a little pod where all this stuff just stays hooked in, and we're going to fly you in like the, like the drummer from Rush. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to be hooked up to with my body. Wait, who was the drummer that, that flipped upside down? Was that Tommy Lee, or who was that? Remember, I don't know. Travis that? Barker did that one time on a Blink-182. Oh, he was copying someone from the 90s. Oh. Uh, Leo the Lion Scorpion is there training in his dad's uh, the trainer. He looks really cool. His father's Pete Sparino, and he signed, he's, like, he's like, I'll sign you up, bud. Uh, uh, he goes for a jog later and that night and sees a poster for Bianca at the local club, uh, which is the Electric Factory or something cool like that. Curious, he heads in and he watches Tessa Thompson just dominate the stage. Uh, back at the gym, the Wheeler, Conlon fight. And he's just in love with that boy. I, just, I mean, oh, I get it. How could you not? Jesus, wouldn't like, you be? Yeah. Just watching someone dominate. Yeah, you said the right word, dominating the stage. She's just is completely captivating yeah. in that scene. And you can see, I mean, again, to, to Michael B. Jordan's credit, like, I think he played this well. And he's like, damn, I'm in love. That's how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite so far. That's like lasers in my ear. It gets worse uh, and worse every time. Lasers in my ear. That's good. Uh, back at the gym, the Wheeler Conlon fight is off because of some pre fight shenanigans that ended up breaking Wheeler's jaw. Uh, at some point, they established that Pretty Ricky is also going to jail forever. And this might be his last fight or something. You know, like, the HBO thingy, yeah. yeah. A lot of like, parking tickets. All right, yeah. Pay your parking tickets. up over there. That's what I'm telling you guys. Don't skip jury duty because they come for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, Donnie heads over to yeah. Ask Rock. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he goes over to Ask Rock for some drills because uh, he needs some hand speed. And, and he tells him, he's like, listen, man, I'm, I'm going by Johnson. He goes, if you train me, we can fly under the radar. And then Rocky, uh, love that Rocky is wearing these massive wool mittens that he has. That, the like, wool mittens are 
comical. I love them. I fucking love it. And I also <laughs> love his little winter fedora. Like, of course, as, as Sancho is is repping here, y'all, you gotta it's have a real the hat. replica one. But real his replica. nice one, his one in this one, like he's he's cozy. <laughs> it's cold. Uh, of course, Rocky can't help himself. He goes, "All right, I got a few. That's it." Uh, and then he writes them all down on a piece of paper. <laughs> and Adonis takes a picture of him. And he goes, "Don't you want these?" He goes, "Nah, they're all up in the cloud." He goes. What cloud? <laughs> it's such what a rocky cloud? He says it twice. It what cl- hey, yeah. what cloud? <laughs> man, he's just so natural, man. I could fucking watch, like, n- not necessarily Sylvester Stallone, just Rocky. Yes. Like, yeah. I need more of it, man. Uh, Adonis calls his mom. She does not answer. So he heads downstairs to ask Bianca out, Bianca out for dinner. Uh, and these two just have really good chemistry. Uh, Bianca not heads- a date. What are you talking about? It's not a date. Not a date. Not a date. I don't give a shit. Not a date. Uh, Bianca heads back inside for a moment to grab her hearing aid, and they head off to Max's for cheesesteaks. He goes and to Jesus these sandwiches. Oof. I was going to say he goes to Bianca's pet store. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> hey, you know, incredible. these, 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 these you know, the flies and mud, you know, you get shell shot. Shell shot, right? Um, she teaches him some, uh, some colloquialisms, including What's that John gone? can just be Love a noun it. for anything. Uh, and then he asks her about her hearing age. She said, I have progressive hearing loss. Eventually, she'll lose her hearing completely, but she's come to terms with it, and she's learning ASL, uh, and she's trying to get as much work done as possible before that, before she has to segue into that. Uh, James Brooke okay, has so, that same thing. Does he really? Yeah. Does in, he know this? one of his ears. And I, no, he doesn't know that yet. But yeah, I, knew, he, I knew that as a kid. I knew the you? bullshit I, thing. Oh, yeah. One, that hey, was did like did my, you know what this John Leguizamo did. The John Leguizamo bit. Is that why? Uh, is that why I know yeah, the John yeah. Leguizamo thing? Yeah, John Leguizamo wow. freak. He had it as one man show. Oh my god, that's Such exactly what it was. It was not only that, but like everybody knew what that meant. Everybody knew the cool S. Of course. Yep. Yeah. Now the, here's the thing. Like this is where I was talking about where Creed's characters feel much more interesting than Creed himself, and that's the difference I think between Rocky and Creed. Is Rocky has always been the most interesting character, where everyone else feels like you know sort of like a stereotype. Even like Adrian. Was not she didn't have any depth to her in the first Rocky? She was Boo, just painted a shot. Out of here with that! Adrian. I know. Hey, well, get out of here! With that. Just see it. So and Polly was just mean, and then he was like a a, a loan shark as Rocky. So that's what I mean. Like we get to all this Polly hate. When we get to yeah, when we get doubling down on that joke. When we get to Creed, I just feel like all the supporting characters are much more interesting, like Rocky, uh, you know, uh, Creed's, uh, Apollo's wife. And then now we got Bianca is like much more interesting than him himself. So that's mm. where I find a hiccup. And then also I feel like Bianca is just used as a way to inspire uh, Adonis to be like, go for what you want. You had everything. You were uh, a successful financial person and advisor. You had everything. You had the silver spoon in your mouth and you, you're giving it all away. But for, why? It's because you got to go for whatever's inside of you, your dreams. And that's what Bianca's doing. She's literally living her dream out until it's over. So that's why, and that's why I said, so like, you motivate me. She's like, what do you mean I motivate you? That's all I am to you? Well, clearly that's why she's here as Great motivation. Like, when be your motivation for me? Great. Like, yeah. oh man, that's so good. Hot. Uh, of course, Rocky conflicted heads to his consigliere, the same person who's always gone to her advice, uh, to get some advice about Donnie. And it's, uh, it's actually Adrian's grave and Polly's grave. They are buried oh, next to each so other. Oh, so good. Dude. And it doesn't, it doesn't really hit me until he reaches up and grabs the chair from the tree. And I'm oh, like, come on. Yeah. Dude, this dude. hit me hard. And like, cause like it was so good. And I remember we, we, we enjoyed, uh, Rocky six, Rocky Balboa a lot mm-hmm. because it was like, yeah. it, it was, it felt real. It, it felt like there was so many like tender moments and the, the grave scene definitely was like one of the, the major ones, uh, besides the monologue, uh, later in the movie, but seeing it here recontextualized and a decade later, even than that, it felt special and it felt really like really poignant and meaningful, uh, in this film itself, which I thought was great. 
Yeah, he tries, of course, then to read his newspaper like he's done throughout the prior years, but something else grabs his attention. And a little bit of nuanced acting here from Sylvester Stallone where he just can't quite focus on that because something else is nagging at him. So, and we hear, of course, well, we hear about the three seashells. Hey, how do you use the seashells? Which one goes, <laughs> hey, what does it do? Um, I, I, I love, I just I get a call out here to the original score here. We hear the the love theme, the, mm-hmm. his sort of like that delicate mm-hmm. theme he had with Adrian. Should I so look good. that up, Nick, or? What's that? Should I look up how to play them? Uh, can you can you give me your best interpretation of it right now? Yeah. Top of your dome. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> what is that? Okay. You know the what? gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> we watched the fucking Tetris trailer. Now here we are. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so oh he heads over to Mighty Mix Gym. Uh, Pete wants Rocky in Leo's corner, but Rocky is there for Adonis. Uh, he tells him, your father was special. I don't know if you're special. That'll come in time, but you got to work hard. If you if you don't, I'm out. And he goes, every punch I've ever thrown was on my own. Nobody ever showed me how to do this. I'm ready. So Rocky takes him to the chicken coop. A little callback from the first one. You got to take this chicken in under 30 seconds. And he can't do it, of course. Uh, Love this. Love, like, it's a good little, little mini montage. A good yeah. little mini montage. I, a little bit. Here. little montage. A little mini. little montage. It's also just like, montage. I was already talking about how much I love the scene leading up earlier, but I just love the, that sort of like, hesitant yeah i'm here i don't know if i i'm i still don't know if i want to commit to this yet but i kind of do and i'm here and you know i do because i'm because i am here it's just like it's such good nuanced acting it's so great and this is like such a a, a tim gettys uh little factoid pull here but uh the scene the music that's playing is uh the nas song bridging the gap and what's really oh, uh, cool about that is that is a song featuring nas's dad there's so a bridge in Philadelphia. And, oh, and, and there's a bridge in Philadelphia as well. So, like, yeah, the music there, I, I thought that was podcast like, it was really cool. <laughs> so good. Uh, let's see. Uh, we have great moments here, including Rocky making him uh, uh, stare back at himself in the mirror and say, that guy's your, best, your worst opponent. At one point, the bell rings and he goes, that bell? That bell means hell. And I was like, I fucking love shit that rhymes. Uh, <laughs> and then Donnie heads over to hang out with Bianca and listen to some of her dope beats. And they lay on the the rug and they fall in love. And, and it's he, fucking he hot. smooches her neck a little bit, a little smooch. It's, it's sexy. I, I it's love hot. the way this is shot. It feels authentic. It feels like two people having a moment, you know. And I feel like sometimes like sex scenes can just feel like sex scenes in movies. This didn't feel that way. Yeah, this felt I, more like intimacy. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm, but but this mm-hmm. is also Romance. where I think the better Michael B. Jordan pops up, where a lot of this does feel natural, and he's doing the stupid rap along. He's like, where, where the beagle? Where the beagle? Like, I just, you could tell a lot of that is improv and that's why it feels good to watch because it yeah. doesn't feel like somebody's memorizing a line, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, Pete gets a solid idea. He wants to set up a fight between Donnie and Leo, his son. Uh, make a couple bucks. Donnie talks him and then Donnie talks Rocky into the fight. He catches Rocky's ball midair, which is hilarious because Rocky's throwing it up and he goes, Wah! he just kind of catches it out uh, and tells him he also wants just to just fucking love the ball. Oh, the, ball, to the, the ball. ball's back, baby. He and then he goes, he's ball, like, listen, bro. we're going to do this fight. We're going to go old school. I'm going to move into your house. It's going to be great. And he's like, don't worry. I don't walk around naked or anything like that. He's like, what if I want to walk around naked? <laughs> he's like, or do I walk around naked? Uh, anyway, man, the goddamn music here is great as well. Adonis tells Bianca he's moving out and then introduces her to his uncle, who he assumes she does not know. And she's like, hey, when were you going to tell me your uncle is fucking Rocky Balboa? Like, you're not who I think well, you are. Well, don't forget that line. He's like, well, well he's white. And he's like, well, love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, no, well, no, he, no, he's, well, what's the exact line? It's, it's, it's really clever. He, he, uh, he's white. And he goes, uh, he says something like, I usually am, or, or I always have been, or something like that. Like, he says a Rockyism yeah. right here. Yeah. And it's, it's just a good fucking call. It just feels like the good times of watching the old Rocky movies. You know, what was it? Yeah. Six months ago. 
<laughs> uh, was it? it? Yeah. It was right before yeah. we came back to the studio in October. Yeah. So I'd like, say around oh, like yeah. August, maybe. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Rocky sets him up in Polly's old room with all of Polly's old uh, dirty mags and tells him his kid moved to Vancouver with his lady friends. So we're not going to be seeing him in this movie anytime soon. 5.45 in the morning, everyone wake up. Uh, uh, Donnie wakes up to see Rocky dancing. He's like, this is how you got to wake up to train. And that's how I wake up every day, Andy, Get for you. Get the caboose moving. Get the caboose uh, moving. It didn't look like dancing to me. It looked like he was doing like some form of a gritty. I don't know if Andy could confirm that. If you looked at it. Was he, he grittying, he like, Andy? He looked like it. He was doing kind of like something like that. DJ oh, Kento yeah. says that the line was, uh, but he's white. Yeah, a long time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rocky Thank takes you, him DJ. to, he's like, listen, you can't train at the same gym that your opponent's training him, so I'm going to take you to the Front Street gym, uh, which is down on Franklin or whatever. Uh, and, man, to tell you what, this place, different vibe. This That's place is where you want to train a champion. This place is fucking, like, the most intimidating thing you've ever seen. Uh, no sponsors have taken over this place, man. No, absolutely. No, no one's cleaning this fucking place. Yeah. This place has that smell of like oh, a real yeah. gym where you're like, oh my God, somebody needs to clean this place immediately with like acid. Uh, we get introduced to the crew, which includes Stitch, the cut man, and Grant, the glove guy. Real, and I was like, oh, these guys are going to be here the whole time. Man. Is he He's real, a cut, real man? cut man? Yeah, real cut man. That's what I thought. I lo- uh, isn't it, the, what do they say about the glove guy? Like uh, the best fucking glove guy in NA, top 10 NA. <laughs> 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 um, and off we go for some more some more uh, training. Uh, Rocky can't hold the pads, so he's working with Donnie's mind. He's like, why don't you hold the pads? He's like, I am working with you. I just can't. I'm old. I can't yeah. hold these pads. I can't be fast for you, so I'll work with your mind. And we got other guys that work with this. And the I whole- can't hit you fly balls in the outfield, Michael. All yeah. right? Let me just watch. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I do want to give a shout out. I assume the guy that's working with him with the gloves as well is a real, All real. A real yeah, trainer. Real. All these guys look dudes. legit because the guy was mm-hmm. like, you know they do that cool thing? It's like pop, pop, and then do the go over. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to duck yeah. over, but it always Swipe. hits me right in the eye. I'm like, ah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like the dumb dog from The Simpsons with the fucking frisbee <laughs> just hits me right in the eye. The, yeah, Smoke. all those people yeah. real well, coming from boxing, the gym fake CG, all of it, all of it. Well, <laughs> some of them all volume. Uh, volume. Conlon is a real fighter as well, right? Yeah, look at the actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah, pretty, pretty Ricky. Yeah, yeah he's pretty Ricky. A re- yeah, a real champion. I think uh, he held it like uh, he's a cruiserweight champion. Yeah, yeah. that sounds right. Sorry, I'm coming. Mm-hmm. You might have just talked about this, but this scene where they start introducing, like, oh, he's the best cut. Yeah. He's the best this. He's the best that. I love the getting the team together. It's a bunch of newbies. We don't know them, but it's hype as shit. I'm just like, oh, I believe in this squad, baby. He's the best pilot in the galaxy. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> he's the fastest man it, alive. It, it's hype. It's just some, it's uh, one of the cornerstone stones uh, or, uh, of, or hallmarks, rather, of the Rocky series is like the relationship between him and like, the trainer and i guess i guess we get that with adonis and, and rocky here but like i miss the presence of that third person who's like duke, you're baby. fucking up dude we needed a duke i love and i thought we were gonna have it a little bit with some of these guys the first time i saw this you just don't they we, don't, we just don't have a lot of time to flesh out all these characters but it's fun that he's got a team and man off we go montage number two one step at a time one punch at a time one round at a time and the music here is insane fight mm-hmm. night Pete, uh, Pete figured out Adonis is uh, is Creed's kid, and he's like, dude, we are missing out on a big payday here. And to his credit, Rocky's like, listen, man, he wants to establish, he wants to fly out already, he wants to establish a name on his own. Can you do me a favor and just not say anything? And you think, because that, that actor that plays Pete is like always playing yeah, the conniving bad skinny. guy. And he's what, like, what movie is he from, dude? I've he's from like The Dark Knight. Remember? Is he? Yeah, You're he's right. one of the guys that has the, the, the Joker kills. Yeah, he's one yes. of the bad guys there. Remember, he's like on the pile of money, and they like kill him or whatever. Um, yeah, I remember that. Good call. Uh, he's he goes to his credit. He's like, all right, sure, Rock, because he's got respect. He's got respect for Rock, and he never actually says anything. Although he maybe he's one that leaks back like knows. this. He was like this. Yeah, no yeah, problem, Rock. exactly. <laughs> uh, 
The ref comes in to give them the rules, and everything goes quiet until Donnie freaks. And this is weird. He goes, you got to cut my gloves off. I got to take a shit. And it's very strange. You know, it is strange. I appreciate it. I liked it. It grounds it, and it it makes it feel a little, like, again, it it makes Creed feel real. And, like, I'm with him. And, like, it... Makes the movie not feel like a movie. Makes it feel like you're watching sports. <laughs> you know. Yeah, wait, wait, and, and do you fe- think that Dom from from Fast Six, Fast Furious, doesn't take shit at all? Is that what you think? <laughs> nah, Dom doesn't shit. Like he just nah, doesn't. Nah, shit. Nah. I think Dom will metabolize to stay inside of him, <laughs> and that's what fuels the car. Metabolizes into more uh, into more fucking more fuel nitrous coronas. <laughs> um, um, no, but yeah, I I I did like this as well, Tim. It, it felt like. You're this isn't a superhero yet. This guy's yes. nervous by the big it's, stage, you know. It's not that I don't love the moment, I love the moment. And of course, we've visited this moment multiple times in sports movies before where the, where someone has nerves and has to go throw up, right? I, the first thing that comes to mind is any given Sunday, Jamie, Jamie Fox, Beeman, yes, the, the character yes. constantly has to throw up before the big game, and that's just mm-hmm. what happens. Nerves are a motherfucker, that is a well known thing. It's just the fact that he says, Cut my gloves off, I have to take a shit. That just is weird. And kind of sticks out to me as, I, I as get an, odd, it, an odd line. Thousand percent. It, it, it is odd. I obviously feel like it was odd on purpose, but I appreciate that it is also a semi callback to earlier in the movie when, uh, like the the mom character was talking about having to wipe Apollo's ass. ass yeah. Right. And I feel like, like that thing of like he's not quite there yet, even right. Where he's just sure. like, he's I ain't ready to let motherfuckers do that to me. I'm still gonna do that. I'm. It's down. I'm right. down to cut it or whatever. But it is a funny line, <laughs> no was- matter what way you shake it. Uh, Donnie enters the ring and to touch gloves, and Michael B. Jordan looks insane in this movie, yes. specifically in this scene. The bell rings Jeez. and Rocky screams to him. It's all about today. There is no tomorrow. Uh, the fight is amazing. All done in the one shot. Very cool and really adds the tension. I think. Uh, I didn't mm-hmm. notice this the first time, uh, but at one point, even Donnie gets a cut on his eyebrow, and so mm-hmm. they did all of that in that one shot, which is really cool. Oh, cool! Yeah, like he he goes to the corner as they go to the corner, and he's got a cut over his eye, That's dope. which I think ends up getting opened up back in the next cut in the next fight. But uh, really cool, and this, this whole sequence is amazing. And of course, he wins, and he ices him out. Um, uh, Were they I was gonna say like um, I feel like this is a into the sports section, which this movie does as well later on, that you were like... Sancho. Th- Sancho. Yes. So we, we, I don't think you heard it on your side, but we played the Rank Those Abs music, so we didn't hear what you, you just did. said. Okay. Sorry about so, that. Can yeah. you re- finish what you were... Or repeat what you just so, said. Rank Those Abs is awesome, but before we get to Rank Those Abs, mm-hmm. what I wanted to say was, I remember, Nick, you had a criticism in regards to the actual fight uh, choreography yeah. in Rocky Balboa because it was like really jarring to be sports and then it goes into this really ultra cinematic Nike commercial but I feel like this one Creed does a great mix of a modern boxing fight like the choreography is clean the way it's shot's clean everyone looks great the movement's great it's not hokey Rocky like getting hit in the face and like we very exaggerating but I feel like this one is the perfect balance between all of that it's de- it definitely is it's definitely I mean it still has to be a movie so you still have to make this fight sequence exciting yeah. and you have to make them different the choreography has to be there and michael b jordan is very athletic so he sells a lot of the stuff but yeah i mean you're watching a fight where 12 rounds of guys these like cruiserweights beating each other's faces in you're like someone would have mm-hmm. gone down here in the ref uh, well the first time donnie gets knocked down in the heavyweight in, in the fight with Connellan, the ref would have been like i should call this, this man looks dead <laughs> that guy's down. dead dude. Yeah. he's gone like so if someone gets knocked out that hard you stop the fight he That's did a great job of like immobilizing the arms and just looking like yeah. there was no movement uh, Fencing, anywhere. Yeah. But I need mean, it one more time, Kev. Go for it. 
Were they born, born in labs? Now it's time to rank those abs. It's a long intro. Welcome back to Rank Those Abs. <laughs> Sancho, if you don't know, Nick's been doing the Rank Those Abs intro quieter and quieter every subsequent time to the point where I didn't even know he was making noise. He just went up to the mic and went, <laughs> uh, welcome back to Rank Those Abs, everyone. Where we rank the abs and the physique of all the boxers in the Rocky slash Create series. Uh, Tim, do you have the list of where we we're at with this? Because I totally forgot we'd do this. I can pull it up for you. You know, I think for rank, Creed rank those abs isn't a list. Rank those abs, we just talk about. Oh, we just talk about the abs. Think about their abs. He yeah. looks phenomenal in this film. <laughs> can, can I? Can I also just say that you may for as amazing for ama- as amazing. I can't talk right now. For as amazing as been a long week, everybody. Super Bowl week. For as amazing as Michael B. Jordan looks with his shirt off, might yes. look better with his shirt on. Oh, okay, good. Like I'm so happy. I was like, what is Andy about? Well, I like to say here. I mean, he looks. He looks phenomenal. His physique is insane. His muscles look just juicy and plump and luscious. Like a pl- okay. When this um, dude is wearing a long sleeve shirt, it's almost even more muscular somehow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's weird to describe, but like he's got like uh, Sancho. He's got like the the uh, the traps, like the the David Robinson like yeah. arms, and that. then. Who yeah, had the yeah. wild just shoulders? Was it like also David Robinson? I don't know. Like there's just uh, like uh, just, like Dwight Howard. Type yes, Dwight oh. Howard is exactly yeah, yeah. what I was thinking of. It's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. it's just so square, man. This dude's got an amazing <laughs> torso, dude. Uh, very much so. Well, there you go. I mean, he just looked fantastic. In that. I mean, he looks so fantastic. Like I feel like we're not even giving enough credit no, it, to how fantastic. I, also, I have to say that he does look like Carl Weathers in the ring. Like, the way he moves and the way his stature is, you really do believe that's Creed's son. Like, yeah. I have to give that to them because he's, like, leaned out and he and he moves. But he, he does have a different fighting style. But I was like, wow, that – I would say if this was a real thing, I was like, that is Creed's son in the ring. My, so, yeah. I liked it. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's definitely not picking up on the mic. <laughs> Nick is just mumbling. We just have to look everybody. at his fucking lips move. Like, <laughs> anyway, uh, they win that first fight, and they all agree we're gonna go tear up the town right now. Cut to they're all they're all asleep on the couch. It was just been a long emotional day, of course. Uh, Bianca mm-hmm. plays Adonis' attraction made for him, and it's freak nasty. And then they make out. Uh, the next morning, over breakfast. More than that. But well, they bang. I put they bang in all capital hey, letters. But. Hey, hey, Cuff and Leak make an appearance. Let's go. Cuff and Leak still alive. Oh, still did they? Around. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, up. Oh, yeah you see the little turtle in the background after the banging. Yeah, it's like it. the... It's like the rat in uh, The Departed. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> just cannot be killed. And, and shout out to Bianca in that scene when he wins, where she's like, I didn't know you could throw hands. No, she's yeah. Like, she says, I so know. dope. You didn't tell me you had hands like that, yeah, is what she says. And I'm like, so good. And he's like, no, but you... I'm square, right? Get the fuck out of here, right? You said yeah. I'm square, get the fuck out. No, but like, I, I wanted to, yeah, praise that moment because her, her believability in that moment was just like, it looked like she had... Like they were like, hey, you can't watch him or her boxing ever yeah. until the yeah. moment that we do this fight. Yeah. And she comes in the ring, she pushes him, she's like, What the fuck, dude? You're crazy. Bro, like, <laughs> come on. If you had a superpower and you just started dating Tessa Thompson and you didn't you were like, I'm not you gonna do I, that. I need much. her I need her to see this. <laughs> yeah. I can't but just yeah. tell her I'm an, I'm I'm a good boxer. I need her to to witness me ice this guy in the first round. You're gonna be you're a god for 24 hours at least. Yeah, at least. least. Uh, Tessa Thompson, you can't watch Andy Cortez play his MIDI oh. piano guitar until you watch an interview, and suddenly interview starts. 
know? Why is it going like it's getting worse and worse, dude? Are you lowering the volume? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. No, no, no. I cranked it. I cranked oh, it. Oh, he cranked it. He cranked it. Tessa, anyway, don't it. watch right now. Please. Close your eyes. <laughs> Tessa, don't watch this one. <laughs> god Tessa, bless you, Andy. Oh, I was thought you were going to at least say your Warzone gameplay, Andy, or your Overwatch, but no. <laughs> Look away, Tessa, says Michael in the chat. <laughs> Uh, the next morning over breakfast, Bianca is checking her phone and she discovers Donnie's secret. Of course, she he, she's rightfully mad that he did not tell her that he was the son of Apollo Creed. Uh, and they get into it. And this is where they have that, that concept. She's like, what are you using me for? Yada, yada, yada. I think this is where that scene is. And, of course, she's not that mad about it. He's like, listen, 100% honesty from the, from this point forward. And she throws him a little cute, like, you you do look like him, though, a little bit. Like, come on. That's yeah, hot. it's great. Was this the scene of them of him doing her braids? No, no, this no. is out this front of Rocky's house. She's like yeah, trying yeah. to walk away. This is where he yeah. the This is where he lifts her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, Marianne, uh, back watching back in L.A., watches in horror as the news makes it to Sports Center. She's like, "There's no, there's no, there's no <laughs> putting this back in." Was it part of the interruption? Yeah, part of the interruption. Is that Which, on Sports right Center or is that ESPN? It's, it's ESPN. ESPN. Sports Center it, is on ESPN. So it's PTI. I will, I will uh, correct that for my future notes. PTI. PTI. Part of the interruption. I'm Mike Wilbon. That's 20 Kornheiser. 20 Kornheiser. There you go. Cut over to Liverpool, England, home of the Beatles. Uh, Pretty Ricky's manager has found them their next payday. It's Creed's son. Uh, Rocky gets the call, and he's like, dude, you can see it on his face. He's like, this is bad news. This is going to set in motion something that could destroy this kid. Tim, isn't that guy in, in House of the Dragon, right? The 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 trainer for Pretty Ricky? He looks Ricky? like it. The guy with the beard, the bald he... guy with the beard. Uh, I don't know. Because I think I've seen him in Rambo. He was in Rambo, so that's why... He's, hmm. he's really good. I liked him. And I don't know who I would not fly all the way across the pond for like a 30 minute meeting, but I think I FaceTime for that now. We could have just, <laughs> could have just, you, you know, I, I need, there's so much shit here that I need to explain to you guys. Um, and I, I apologize in advance, but I was trying to look up pretty, pretty. <laughs> I was Ricky's. wondering why this is the result. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why this was the yeah. Google result. I was looking up pretty Ricky's trainer. Cause I wanted to see who you're talking about. Yeah. And, um, pretty Ricky, the, um, the, the group came up, the musical group came up, <laughs> which of course, when we were watching last night, Joey brought up pretty Ricky and uh, referred to it as a, a single person. I was like, I'm pretty sure Pretty Ricky is a group. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that can't be right, though. And I Googled it. I'm like, yeah, Pretty Ricky's a fucking group. Did you know that Pretty Ricky, the musical group, had a song called Personal Trainer? <laughs> so it's, it's hard to, to get the answer to Pretty Ricky Trainer. But, yeah, you know, it's all I'm just going to move on. There you I, go. I did want to call out also the part uh, in that previous boxing match. Uh, I, don't, I, think, I don't think we've gotten to Or I think we got to it yet and passed it already. But when, yeah. When the discovery is made and you have that conversation between Sylvester Stallone, he's like, that kid's got Creed's blood in him. And it's like such a superhero. He's got midi-chlorians, yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> like he has superpowers. It was so anime and stupid. I loved it. Uh, of course, sitting across the table from Conlon's trainer, uh, Rocky, says the obvious. He's like, this man came here because he knows you're a sure thing. Uh, the only caveat, of course, for taking this fight, the trainer demands that he fight under the name of Creed. Um, of course, uh, he does not want to do that. Bianca tells him that maybe he's like, she, he's like, look, I've been running from this forever. She goes, listen, maybe tapping into whatever's left behind of your father isn't such a bad thing. And he goes, I'm afraid of taking on the name and losing. They'll call me a fraud, a fake creed. She says, you love to fight. It makes you happy. And you are Apollo Creed's son. So then use the name, make it yours. It's yours. Um, oh, yeah. so cool. So Donnie crazy. heads over to Rocky to talk strategy. And Rocky says, he's the champion, so you got to go to him. You got to go to the body. You got to dig. Dig, Rocky. Dig. 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 Uh, if anyone Bill else. Curtain bombs. 
Uh, if it was anyone else in my corner, I wouldn't do it, but I got you. So make the call, and they sign up for the fight. But then Rocky falls down during a sparring session, and Donnie takes him to the hospital. Uh, later back at the house, Donnie and Bianca uh, make him a home-cooked meal. It's a cute – I love this scene. You didn't really need yeah. it, but it's nice because he's like, I haven't had food like this hasn't been here in, in a long time. And it's I just a very things with pasta on it. That's what I do. I have a question for the the gentleman of the in, in review. Go here. ahead. Go ahead. Do, um, how do you feel about the plot with Rock, the subplot of Rocky getting cancer? I understand why it's there. I don't like it. And I just feel like it's introduced so late into the to the film that I was already on board with their mission, what they were doing from that scene where he's like, "All right, I got you. You're my corner." I like. I didn't need anything extra to stay latched onto this movie. I but obviously. You know what I mean? Like that's where I, I was like, I I know they need it for to so he can be afraid that uh you know his wife died from it and he's he's wants to like he, you have that you talked about and we, great line and we need the conflict like, of like I'm not your dad sort of thing like yeah you know. that's I was like I already I feel like I was on board and then that's where I was like I'm with you extra. I told Nick I, I told Tim I was like I didn't love the Rocky has cancer stuff. I do think that it does help a bit more with motivations, mm-hmm. but I, I do agree with you that it it did feel like it was kind of sprung on us a bit late. Um, I, I would have loved it if maybe he had it the whole time and knew and just wasn't saying anything mm-hmm. and was like, okay with, hey, I'm going to die because I'm not going to get this treated. I would have right. been like more okay with that as opposed to like, hey, oh, oh, he stumbles and it's like, oh, this is another kind of roadblock we have to get forward and then and then he got into mm-hmm. a plane crash and then he you know his dog died or whatever like i don't know it just kept on i i didn't need that uh i i didn't mind it i like it because i think it speaks to where rocky is like rocky's not really 100 percent in this fight because he's got one foot sort of in the past in, in literally and metaphorically like a grave a grave yeah. because mm-hmm. adrian has been gone and paulie's gone that was his best friend and is in love of his life so right. i i like that he's like at this point in my life i'm done I also like and that he I'm said Polly wasn't a good guy. <laughs> like he has this wonderful line, and we'll we'll skip it forward here though, where he just, he discovers that he has cancer, and he's talking to the doctor, who's like, "We can do this," and he's like, "I'm good. I don't want to do that." And then he talks to Adonis, and he goes, "If I could take all the things that are good in the world and put them in a bowl and trade that for one day with my wife, I would do that. But I can't do that. So he wants to die, basically. Yeah. And I that's such a powerful thing that like to me, I'm like that moment hit for me." And then having to have Adonis like bring him back and say, "If I'm fighting, you got to fight too." I thought that yeah. was cool. Yeah, it's that, a little campy, but no, totally. it worked. I, I, I liked it. I liked it, the result of it. It just felt late. But it, late yeah, but if it didn't happen, I would have been cool. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and I, I get that. I, I'm with you on that. I, I will say we we alluded to this earlier in the episode, but uh, I've been so excited for Andy specifically to watch this movie since we first started Rocky in review. And I'm like, oh my god, I fucking love it. You're gonna fucking love it because I feel like me and you are. I would say the closest of that kind of funny in terms of my taste of movies are closer to yeah. yours i would say so i was like oh he's gonna fucking love this and uh i knew you watched it a couple nights ago and i walked in i was like andy don't spoil it for me but like creed right and he was like yeah it was cool i didn't like the cancer stuff and my heart sank i was like oh you're not gonna talk about the montage you're not gonna talk about it. like like that's what you say about I, this movie i, I it, mainly it rewatched it for the old taj i i appreciate that <laughs> i do point you know, out. Is that, I, I want you to know andy i thought about that 
all day yesterday. <laughs> and I thought about it this morning when I was day, in the dude. shower where I was like, this sucks. <laughs> you, you, remember, you remember the scene in Rocky Five when the Rocky's in the shower? That's Tim. That's me, bro. Shower, That's fucking shivering. me, dude. Uh, but what I, I, I do, I, I don't think you guys are wrong. That like, yeah, it's not necessary and it does kind of come out of nowhere. But I think it makes a lot of narrative sense and backing up does. Uh, from the Sylvester interview I was talking about earlier where he's talking about like, your, the idea of what being a dad and son, like that changes over time. I liked giving him a fight. I liked Rocky having a fight that, okay, is it a little bit like we've seen this before? Sure, but I thought it was well done. And I also, by um, a lot of the lines in this movie, set Rocky up to be somebody that is not necessarily taking care of himself. Like even the scene we're just talking about of the the pasta and all that stuff. Like I, I buy that he hasn't went to the doctor in a long time. Mm-hmm. And that, why was that? Is it because he is kind of ready to go and doesn't really want to know? Because if it happens, it happens. But I like that it is because of what he learned from Adonis and seeing the fight in him. It motivated him to keep fighting and like yeah, it g- right. gave him a reason to live, which you kind of can't do that without 100%. playing the cancer card, which I know is a little like eh, we've seen it. But overall, I think it was worth worth the the screen time. They I, gave it. I thought it was worth it enough for uh we get treated with chemo. We caught her early enough. Him going, uh, yeah, you know, Adrian, she she did that. Yeah, she did chemo. Yeah. Like, God, that's such that's a it's such a good delivery and such a good line yep. that doesn't really need, he doesn't need to say much and he says yep. so much in there. But also, no. like, I <laughs> love the way he plays that because he's not trying to be addicted. No, 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 no. He's yeah. like thankful. He's like, we're good, and then yeah. he just walk away. It's good. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I'll skip around here a little bit. Of course, uh, Donnie goes to. Uh, they have an argument where he's like, you're not my son. This has always just been like a training relationship, which sucks. And he mm-hmm. immediately regrets it. Uh, but instead of going after him like he did in making the first movie, he has not learned from his mistakes. Uh, Donnie heads off over to the electric factory to see uh, Bianca's show, but instead ends up mixing it up with one of the other artists that's there because he calls him Baby Creed. And he's like, I, I'm not going to let that go. Don't call I'll be me honest that. with you. Tim, I wouldn't let it go either. Yeah. Oh, you would not. <laughs> I would not let it go either. No. You know, this guy had 15 <laughs> guys with him. They would have fucking nuked my ass. I'd like... <laughs> Don't you call me baby Scarpino, bro. He punches bro. the fuck out of <laughs> yeah. him. He beats a lot of people's asses. Yeah. Uh, he actually commits th- assault. <laughs> do, you think that, do you think that guy still posted the picture on the gram, though? Definitely. Oh, he's like, what the probably. Gram? Yeah, this you guy got... punched the shit out of me a little while ago. So, this, <laughs> this is when this is when, when you posted pictures to Instagram, you actually could get followers. So, yeah, he actually... That's like, true. He's definitely <laughs> got to keep up with the algorithm. Yeah, got to keep up with the, the algo. I, I did, I did like that immediate sort of Tessa Thompson being like, no, 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 he does Look, he's... He's cool. It doesn't mean any disrespect. And that guy going back, yeah, I know I don't mean disrespect. I'm just calling him Baby Creed. Like, why is he so pissed off? Love, like, yeah. it was a great little uh, moment right there. That guy was a dick, though, too, right? I mean, well, he was, he was a dick to her. He's like, you didn't say what's up to me. She goes, I, I did say what's up to you, but maybe you didn't. Like, she's like, obviously fears this guy. And he's like flexing on this. And like, so you're like, I think we're supposed to be okay with him punching this guy in the face, but he definitely overreacted. I mean, you could tell that's not the the nicest guy in the world, but yeah. I think him calling him Baby Creed was not meant to be like. I think it was supposed to be a term of. I'm not supposed to. Baby I'm Creed. not shit talking you right now. Right. I'm trying to get a photo with you. I respect yeah. you. You're a boxer. You're Donis's Creed son. Hey, Baby Creed, and then her being like, No, no, he doesn't. He's chill. He doesn't, he doesn't mean disrespect. Like, yeah, no shit. I don't mean disrespect. I'm right. just called him Baby Creed. Who gives a shit? Well, I think in this universe, if you say. Baby something is this remember in, in Rocky Six? It's baby Rocky, baby Rocky. So it's it's obviously a disrespect. You call some baby like baby Tim, mm-hmm. baby Andy, mm-hmm. baby, baby, baby Greg, baby Paula Paula, <laughs> Paula Paula. <laughs> 
God damn it, Andy. Uh, <laughs> baby boss, baby. Rocky comes to the holding cell to apologize. And Donnie tells him he's like, uh, he's in here talking like your family, but you got my real family killed. Rocky breaks it down. He's like, listen, forgive your father because he's gone and there's nothing you can do about it now. And it's taking a toll on you. you got, you're still caught in his shadow. You got to move, Donnie, is what he says. Uh, then, yeah. it's why, Every time you do that... <laughs> I keep getting confused that we're like in the Karate Kid in review instead of this. It sounds like, like you know what's funny about that? Bill Conti did the music right. for Karate Kid and Rocky. Oh, so, well, Larusso didn't the same guy direct the first Rocky that directed? Yep. Yeah. Okay, yeah there you go. Yep. Al, Al John Albertson. Al, there he is. Al, Not Al. Tribesman. Al Tribesman. The Al Predator. Predator. Yep. Uh, Donnie uh, knocks on Bianca's door to apologize, but she is. Not having it, uh, and he says, "Don't shut me out." Obviously, he's got some abandonment issues, fear of abandonment. She just takes her hearing aids out and just completely shuts him out. Uh, mm-hmm. Then he tells him that he's not, he tells him Rock has cancer and he won't start chemo. And he found out right before the show. Uh, she shuts the door anyway. Sorry, I, I missed that part. Uh, Adonis heads to the gym the next day, but it's closed. The neighborhood kid kind of pulls up. He goes, "I heard you're Apollo Creed's son." And he goes, "Yeah." And he goes, "That's what's up." That's what's up. And then finally, and he like, fucking Fuck. wheelies away. And he wheelies. Oh, dude! Again, we've <laughs> talked about so many Rocky movies. One of my favorite things is Philadelphia's character. Is mm-hmm. the is the culture? Mm-hmm. Is the people? And it's the town like rallying behind bad these superheroes. Fans, and then the, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just can't win a Super Bowl to save their lives. Gia, Gia was like uh, trying to exp- like. Talk to me about the Super Bowl, and she thought it was the Philadelphia Birdies, <laughs> which is just very well because they say let's go birds. Oh yeah, like that's their thing is like let's yeah, go, go birds. Go birds. There isn't fucking other five other birds in the NFL. <laughs> um, I, for whatever reason, this uh, DJ Kento corrected us, and I wanted I did want to bring that up at the time, but I totally forgot. But it's not John that I said; it's John. J A W N. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought it was John. John. Isn't like that guy's a John. This is John. This oh, is John. J A W N. Did not know. If you that. watch the subtitles, you'd know. Uh, I started watching it after that because um, <laughs> I got sleepy. I. It's just like, <laughs> hey, Mr. Miyagi, let me get over there. There was a, a little hint of the the, the sad, incredible Hulk music for, yes, <laughs> for a, a second there. It's so much. Uh, of course, he goes to Rocky and says, "If I fight, you fight." So they pound fists. And but dude, the, the, the line of like this fight—I've seen it before. Yeah. If I fight, you fight. Yeah. Oh, let's fucking. He go. says, "I've seen it before," and most, and it's like, and more often than not, it doesn't end well. And it's like, damn, dude. Um, but then they go off, and then off the next day, they're in chemo. And Rocky's like, "Hey, am I still training you? Get down and start doing some fucking push-ups. We're gonna do the same." So it's running the stairs in the hospital, dude, and off we go. The nurse, and here we go. It's in, the full fucking monty baby this montage starts the music starts going and then it just keeps going and it adapts and it changes and then there's rap music playing and then there's fucking choirs happening i i fucking i no notes love this i love that it starts in a hospital him running up the the stairs like every fucking shot every cut everything they do here is perfect and ending Mm. with running the motorcycles doing the wheelies and all the shit the slow-mo it is it is hype personified. It is everything I could look forward to in, in this type of movie. Uh, my brother watched this scene every single day before he did his marathon, and I get that. I, I, I watched it every single day to come to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but fuck it right now. To deal, with the, we deal with the detours that we do. <laughs> God, man. Are we gonna, again, are I'm we driving to work. Why is it always at one street? I'm driving to work, and I'm like, why again today? It was uh, What is going on? I get so fucking annoyed, man. Oh, man. So it's time right now, gonna, y'all. Are we going to rank this bad boy? We're going to rank, rank this, this fucking montage, everybody. The Full Monty. Currently, uh, we have four placements on the Full Monty. At uh, number one, 
there's a fucking perfect tie between Rocky Two and Rocky Four because oh my god, of course there yeah. is. Uh, number two, yeah. it's Rocky Balboa. Number three, Rocky One and Three are tied, and number four is Rocky Five. I might not win this, but I think y'all are crazy to not agree with me that this is number one. I fucking love this scene. It's no. so good. No, no, no. Uh, I will not have uh, you denigrating the good name of Adrian. A. Eh? Mm-hmm. And B, I will yep. not have you rank this over the montage from Rocky 3, which is incredible. Yes. Uh, Rocky 2, which is also incredible. Which one was number one? Rocky 2 and Rocky 4 or Rocky 3 and Rocky 4? Uh, 2 and 4. <laughs> 2 and 4. Two I will not four. have you put this above Rocky 2. He has no idea. About that, that. <laughs> I forgot. No, for, a second, is. <laughs> for a second, I was like, wait, the Rocky 3 montage was great. That's when they splash each other. But no, this <laughs> other one... <laughs> There's nothing. There's That's n- what stood out to you when they splash each other. Well, it's also, I was trying to remember which one was the one where he's doing pull, push uh, uh, sit-ups and someone's slapping his uh, abs, and I'm pretty sure that was Rocky 2. It, it was Rocky 2, yeah. Is that Rocky 2? Yeah, this is also, Rocky 2 was also the one where Adrian wakes up from a fucking coma. That's and, right. Win. And says, Rocky, win. come here. I want you to do something for me. He's like, what, what do you want me to do? Yeah, come here. Come here. I want you to win. Oh, What's that? Get that win, <laughs> and the, the fucking choir. bells the hit, slow-mo. and they go, oh, "What are we waiting for?" Oh man! Come on, dude! This shit builds like a goddamn army, ready, putting their armaments together to go take on a foreign fucking power. Incredible! Oh yeah. Um, I would put, I put this right into that. So, Tim, are you saying that number one should be two foreign and <laughs> Creed? <laughs> I think Creed's above those two. Okay. Okay, yeah, bro. I would, uh... but I'll. I'll be down for a three-way tie. Because I love two and four so fucking much. Let's do it. Let's do a three-way tie. Put it on there, man. Put it on there. I'll tell you what, though. Sancho, you saying no? (laughs) Oh, dude. Okay. Let let me break this down legitly, though. Dude. Gonna Fly Now is just so good. I mean, this one has its own vibe. Uh, The whole time... We've been talking about music the whole time. I call these the Creed horns. The Creed horns are really good in the way they get mixed in. And it's we'll talk about it later, how it goes, it, it weaves into Creed when it grows in the crescendos. The lyrics to it, I don't know what it is, but it's like fight hard, fight strong, fighting harder, fighting stronger. It's mm-hmm. not as good as Gonna Fly Now. And I like the moment of them uh, doing the, the wheelies and whatnot, but... Dude, Rocky running up them steps, dude. Rocky running up the steps, it's iconic. Rocky too, having the kids follow him. You can't, Love you it. can't beat that. When he well. smokes that little blonde kid, <laughs> he's, yeah. he's like, I'm to give up. and the kid you know died afterward or something. We don't yeah. know. He just fell down and then, and had a cardiac arrest. Then Rocky in the in the Russian mountains, dude, screaming Drago at the, the top of his lungs, dude, with hearts on fire. You cannot beat that either. So, hearts on fire, Tim, strong desire. I have to put in second. I have to put in second. I'm gonna sign you up at the second. Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I hate all of you so fucking much. Tell you what, <laughs> then, I don't know how to handle this. Then you know, I mean, just ask Joey. Bring Joey in here. I, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna put it here in a a three way tie. You're the. Just, you're the. No, operator. I'm not putting a three way tie. I'm just. You are the emperor. I'm gonna p- make a note that it's somewhere in the ether between one and two. Okay. It's in the multiverse, the space between spaces. Can you guys give me a second, just so I, I might be able to find some horn sounds? Oh no! Uh, Is there gonna be those creed horns? No. And also, they have no the, horn sounds like, for me. No sonar. No horn sounds. Sorry. The entire, like, yeah, the entire soundtrack is really good. It's, it's really solid. So it's really good, good dude. Um, it is so good. As Andy gets out his brass no, section, no, I can't find any. <laughs> that's really soulful. Oh, that's good. That's really nasty, bro. That's <laughs> really nasty. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, we come back. Up. Up. That was so quiet on the. On it's the- it's quiet here, and you know what? 
It's the vibe we're looking for because right now I'm very pensive. I'm really well, interested. You're looking pretty pensive. Don't thinking about life, Andy. <laughs> don't don't lean. Lean. He's about has to lean. Can you hear it? <laughs> I could. I could. Very <laughs> good. Lean. It sounds like like uh, for the audience, the fairy fountain <laughs> from Legend of Zelda. <laughs> Uh, we cut over to London for the presser where O'Connell uh, calls him. He's like, you're a false creed. Oh, jeez. And uh, all hell breaks loose, which is just a weird line. The night before the fight, Rocky comes to ask for a favor to be cashed at a future date. I assume the favor was walk up the stairs with me one more time. What was the favor? Did he ask for a favor? Did I write that down? One last fight. <laughs> ding, ding. Ding, ding. Just fucking knocks Rocky's head off. Maybe I got no, maybe. Oh, old bitch. <laughs> uh, and then there's, of course, another knock at the door. And who should uh, who should it be on the other end? It's Bianca. And it's great. And then Ro- and they're very happy to see each other. And they make up. And then Rocky tells them, don't, maybe don't maybe don't have the sex tonight. Because it takes all this, the power out of your legs. Great. That's a great little line. And she goes, we get it. He's like, we get it. Because like, you know, yeah. it does the legs. The legs. Right? legs. Uh, let's see. Uh, next day. Fight day, baby. We go over. A little box waiting for Adonis. What should be in there, of course? Uh, it is a pair of American flag trunks Come with on. Johnson on the back and Creed on the front. And it's Does from... Stallone give this to everybody? Of course, <laughs> bro. Like, hey, take your green well, he didn't, he didn't give it to him. This, this was from Marianne, right? It was from his mom. This yeah. was from his mom. She said, go build your own legacy. Which I love. And I Which love the awesome. Johnson on the back. It's fucking good, man. It would be hilarious like, though if they cut over and half the audience is wearing him too. Did you fucking <laughs> exactly. give this to everyone? Like, well, we sold him. It was great. Um, was a great I gave these to Tommy Morrison and he didn't do well in these. But yeah, he, he tried to kill me. Rocky <laughs> he tried to kill me in the streets. <laughs> Rocky and Adonis square up and Rocky gives him just a fucking hype ass speech. He says, leave it all in the ring, not for your father, for yourself. And then we start walking. And he's I love that he goes over, hits mitts, and then Rocky's like, come here. And this is all one shot as they go into the ring and Rocky mm-hmm. uh, uh, with Tupac's Hail, Hail Mary. Mary, Mary playing. Awesome. Dude, this so entrance good. is good. Which I love because his mom's name is Mary. Which is great. So good. So good. good. Uh, of course, he stares in the darkness and you're like, this can't get any better. And Colin's like, oh, I brought a guy that fucking breathes fire and I'm coming out to don't waste my time. <laughs> It's nasty. <laughs> the way this is shot, it's the, really the hype good. of it all. My, like, I've wanted this from the Rocky movies for a long time. Yeah. We got hints of it here and there. Rocky Balboa. I really love the presentation of it all, but this was like, oh fuck, and no future spoilers. But Andy, I can't wait for you to see what happens next week. Bro. <laughs> there are some laser lights that the moment I saw, you saw them, part two. I've seen in theaters. Oh shit! Part three. Is You're allowed to watch it whenever you want. Really? Uh, yeah. That's on. My question for you guys. Is Kevin saying something or we're good? No, we're good. Okay, cool. My question for you is like, this is where I have problems with the movie. Like, when Rocky's revealed, there's like a really dead lull. And then in, when it goes to the conference, it's still slow. And then this whole buildup is still slow. And I think my problem with it is the only – when the fight is really good and the setup for it and all the grandiose things that Tim wants, it's only really good when the antagonist fighter is really, really strong. And I feel like Pretty Ricky – isn't strong and doesn't really matter in Adonis's world so much. He's just the champion at the time. He's a very, he's not as like, he's not Mr. T. He's not Apollo. He's not even Drago. So that's why when it gets to this point in the movie, and since it's the longest movie of all the Rockies, I'm like, all right, get to the ring. Like, I, I want to see you guys going in, the, you know, they do the intros and things like that and the, the sports package. But this is where I felt mm-hmm. that the movie, I felt the first time, like, okay. I only care about the end fight and the buildup for it. If I care about the, like, Rocky 1 was great because Apollo was really cool. And Rocky 2, Apollo was really cool. And Peter Ricky didn't really hold my attention I, enough to, like, 
feel this buildup. But when it starts going, then it catches me back up to the intensity. But I just felt like I was like, come on, guys. Yeah, I think all they had was Pretty Ricky talking shit in the press conference. That's That's all they had. And in the other movies, the villains were kind of front and center for most of them talking Mm -hmm. shit. And you got Clever Lang like beating up yeah. families in the street. Like, <laughs> Rocky Three, Clever Lang's a fucking specter. That everywhere he goes, Clever Lang's just <laughs> right around the yeah. Remember, he's like, "You want to jump? Jump!" I'm like, what a fucking badass thing to say. Yeah. He was, but, but it also helps that like Mr. T was legit scary in that movie. Like you see him, and he's a scary motherfucker. Like if you the thought of fighting that guy, and obviously uh, this Conlon, who is a real fighter, like it's it's scary the thought of fighting him. But he doesn't have the physical presence. And we don't get the screen time with him that we got yeah. with Mr. T. Well, because there's weight classes. <laughs> yeah. We also, well, which, which, by the way, fucking Sylvester Stallone would have been in this weight class, not in the heavyweight class. Yeah. But I digress. Uh, we also mm-hmm. don't see pretty Ricky Conlon uh, doing pull-ups on a rope in a fucking dungeon someplace <laughs> like we did right. with that Mr. T. So, oh, oh, my. It's true. I'm going to bite my tongue. And also, uh, Drago, <laughs> one of the scariest people, too, just mm-hmm. by virtue yes. of the fact that he's mm-hmm. a solid three feet taller than Rocky Balboa. Mm-hmm. Um, break you. We get introduced to Adonis Hollywood Creed versus pretty Ricky Connellan, uh, and off we go. Connellan, of course, puts him on his knees in the first round and cuts his eyebrow open again. Uh, round two, and Donnie starts to get his mojo. He ducks under a flurry of Connellan, but Connellan rocks him with a massive right hook. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we got ourselves a, a fight. I'm sorry, he rocked Connellan with a massive right hook. Uh, and then uh, Rocky's like, look, man, you woke up the sleeping giant. He's going to come at you with everything he's got, and that is exactly what he does. He's like, don't play Connellan's game. Take it one step, one punch, one round at a time. Uh, round seven, we skip ahead to that, and Donnie is behind, but still in the fight, but it is a bloodbath. Uh, Donnie closes the distance and goes to the body, but takes a big shot and goes down. Uh, almost for the count, he's knocked out Dude, here. The, the shots yeah. of like his mom watching and all that stuff, it's just like, yeah, y'all did the damn thing. Um, just to reverse a little bit, that the moment where I got into the fight is when he hit him with that first hook, when Stallone's like, look for this, He's you're going to go over that one hand and hit him with a hook, and that's when I'm like, okay, I am back into this world, because he hits him with a hook, and then he cuts uh, Pretty Ricky, I mean, Pretty Ricky is supposed to be pretty face. Just like Vega on Street Fighter, you mess up the face, yeah. he's gonna get really mad. And that's when I was like, "Yes, here we are. Now this is a Rocky Foxy movie." He bleeds like me, and then the fucking Rocky theme hits. Are you kidding me? This is incredible. I love it. Uh, of course, on on the de- the mat, we find him on the mat. He is out, and everyone's screaming for him to get up. And he, we get a couple flashes of his mom and Rocky and and mm-hmm. Creed and all these things. And he just comes back. He just pops back up like a man fucking possessed. One That's step, what they said. one step, one round. Come on, one, mm-hmm. one boxing glove at a time. His left eye, of course, is swollen shut. The doctor comes to check his eye, and Rocky helps him out. He's like he taps on his neck to make sure the doctor. And you think the doctor's like, I've seen this before. But maybe he wants it to keep going. Who knows? Maybe the doctor is getting paid off, just like the ref, Cobra Kai. The oh. fix is in. The fix is in. Uh, she stepped out of bounds. you against she out of you. Bounds. Yeah. It's Get just him you. out of the way. Yeah. You taught me how to fight again, <laughs> so you got to fight, too. I want you to go across that ring and knock that son of a bitch down. Creed gets to his feet. Rocky theme kicks into high gear, and we get we get into round 12 of 12. They start mixing it up, man. And with zero seconds left on the clock, Donnie knocks Connell into the ground. But... You still got to be, you can't be saved by the bell in the 12th round, which is something that I learned. I uh, also learned that's where the term saved by the bell came from. Mm. Uh, he has <laughs> what to I wanted be... to say, um, oh, sorry to interrupt, but I wanted, what I wanted to say is this is where I noticed that the music, it, it hits in that rocking high gear, and then it slowly starts morphing into Creed's theme. It's beautiful. Yeah, which it's I awesome. thought was really cool that how they were able to, you know, bring in that rocky things. And that is why 
when I hear about what's happening with Creed 3, I'm like, how can they pull that off? Because they want it to be more of a Creed story, but I, I like how they go like, okay, Rocky was the past, and then it goes into the Creed theme and the Creed horns, and like, yeah, final yeah. round, let's go. And hey, shout out to the casters, all right? We casters, yeah. we add a lot of drama to what's being presented on the thing. Max Kellerman and Jim, what is it? What is it, Jim? Lamp or something? I don't know, Jim. Andy? That's me. That's me doing my Tony Romo impression of CBS. Oh, there it is. <laughs> um, what, what I do appreciate is the round number with the time left, seeing that countdown in real time. What I don't like is that they're largely, it seems like they're just using the same cameras for whatever the pay per view camera is, the boxing mm -hmm. camera, and the theatrical camera. Yeah. I wish that they mm -hmm. were like visually different enough because right. I. I my number one pet peeve in movies is Tim knows Tim's thing is he hates when people get the news via news segments on the news. I hate when those news segments look like they were shot with fucking IMAX cameras. Like I, mm. I need the news to look like a shitty fucking broadcasting camera. And I wish that like when we're seeing the shots of the mom or Tessa Thompson in the crowd or just shots of Rocky or even just shots of close ups of Michael B. Jordan in this movie. I wish that whenever they showed the shot with the score and the round number HBO and the time logo. on the bottom yeah. right with the HBO logo, I wish that looked visually different to yeah. me. Fair enough. Like in Rocky Six. Yeah. 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 Straight exactly up like yeah. Uh He beats, mm -hmm. of course, Connellan beats the 10 count, gets to his feet, and it goes to a judge's decision, which, unfortunately, does not go uh, Creed's way. Connellan wins the split decision and retains his title as still champion of the world. Uh, but he goes, he's got, I got to give you props, Creed. You are, the, you're the future of this division. Uh, and he's like, I'm, he's like, uh, I'm proud to be a Creed is what he says to, to Rocky. And he's like, oh, that's proud great. Proud to be a Creed. Uh, Donnie raises his hand as the crowd cheers for him and he hugs Bianca and Rocky. Uh, Ricky O'Connell, uh, of course, wins the fight, but Adonis Creed wins the night. That's a great line. Great line. I'm so jealous that he had that, that written because, you know, usually when you cast something, you have to come up with that on the spot. <laughs> yeah, I'm, sure, that was, I'm sure he's never said that before. That's you you got to try to meet the moment, you know. You have you to. Not everybody can meet the moment. It's, it's super difficult because you can mess it up so badly. You really, when you, you, call, you call the wrong winner. <laughs> <laughs> we all remember La La Land. We do. We do. <laughs> uh, Warren Beatty fucked it up. Yeah, Warren Beatty yeah. fucking... <laughs> Get him off the Baby. stage. <laughs> Baby Betty, dude. Uh, Rocky takes, and the next, uh, a few weeks later, probably, presumably, Rocky takes Donnie to the famous steps. Uh, and they have a little trouble getting up, but Donnie helps him uh, get all the way oh. to the top. And he's like, listen, man, when so you get good. up to the top of this thing, you think you can fly. I think they added a few more steps. So good. I yeah. like that. Uh, so Donnie good. helps him make it all the way up to the top. And he says, you know, if you look hard enough, you can see your whole future from here. And he says, how does Come it look? On. And he goes, not bad, kid. Not bad at all. And that so is good, the end of Creed. I was trying to, uh, dude. It, I love this shit. Go for it, Andy. I don't know what you're doing, but yeah, okay, good. Yeah. I just yeah, for the yeah, outro. Yeah, we're emotional now. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude. It's so good. Let me. Um, it, the same a, shot of parallel shot of him going up the steps, right? You know, the same exact rocking one. Yep. Following up the same way. So, I love if, how many times they've the had him thing, go up these steps. Exactly. <laughs> if this whole thing ended right then, I'd be like, awesome, rock. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. Uh, a cool thing that Gia was saying was that uh, when she did her first half marathon, when she lived in Philly, it ended at the steps. And I was like, that is the coolest thing ever. That's bad. But it ended at the bottom of the steps. I'm, I'm like, go, that's no, the you least cool thing ever. <laughs> like, I understand. Like, look, I ain't running a fucking half marathon. So whatever. But like, make them go up the fucking stairs. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, y'all. We did the full Monty. Uh, now it's time for a little thing I like to call Ragu Opo. <laughs> Ragu. What? 
Opal. <laughs> Opal. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Rad Guys Talk. The opponents, is that what Opal yep. stands for? Yes, of the Rocky right. series, because they're not necessarily bad guys, and sometimes you're your own. Not necessarily bad guys. I like the guy. explanation. <laughs> not bad guys. Yep. Uh, where do we want to put Pretty Ricky Connellan on the list? The list is uh, as follows. Number one, Apollo Creed from Rocky Two. Number two, Ivan motherfucking Drago from Rocky Four. Number dies, three, dies. Apollo from One. Number four, Clubber Lang from Three. Number five, Dixon. Which oh, I guess Mason, Mason the Line the Dixon, Dixon baby. Yo, oh, you're right. Mason the fucking Line Dixon. And Tommy Gunn. Tommy Gunn at number six. <laughs> Where do we want to put Pretty Ricky? I mean, I think Tommy Gunn goes above him, dude, because he's got yes. a better name. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty fucking. And good. also, like, I, he was just pretty inconsequential here. I, I really don't feel like this wasn't meant to be a. This wasn't. He wasn't the demon. He wasn't the opponent. It was mm-hmm. yeah. getting you know uh, accepting your legacy, accepting who you are, and I, I feel like he was just kind of in the way. You yeah. Know? Having said yeah. that, I still would put him above Dixon. Dope names. But the name is so cool. Yeah. I like the <laughs> name is too, so though. Cool. But I, this is not something I'm going to fucking fight with. So we, are we putting I, him last, Sancho? Yeah, I agree with that. But just to be on a major watch, I oh. think Jonathan Majors. The major watch. Oh, yeah. We better fucking be strap there. the goddamn fucking oh my God. forecast. Major, the break, major breaking news. You got to watch out, dude. Gears. You talk about a demon, they're setting him up to be a demon. The In major leagues right here, dog. There you go, dude. Uh, all right, so, so dead last. We're putting them last. We're putting them last. There you go. Uh, now it's time for the final fight hype. Number one, we have Rocky Balboa. Number two, Rocky four. Three, Rocky two. Four, Rocky. Five, Rocky three. Six, Rocky five. I, I'd put it at number two. Personally. I thought Rocky Balboa was such a good send-off to the Rocky character in that fight, the way that they presented it like HBO. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. hype as hell. Fucking love it. I think that the final three minutes of Creed's fight are pretty much as good as this franchise can get. Um, so, yeah, I'd put it at number two. Mm. What is it ranked again? Read this for me one more time. Balboa, four, two are the top three. Mm. As far as the fights, the actual final, final fights. fights. And it's only final fights or else the, the one I, I shot. I put it... I put higher. it above. I put it above uh, Rocky three, like right above Rocky three. So under Rocky one, two, yep. four, and six. I'm trying to remember four. The Russian. It's the Russian dude. The Russians remember cut. You, the Russians if, cut. If you could, ch- you see, you cut him. You see, he's a he's man, like, not a machine. He's like the man is made of iron. <laughs> I mean, just where yes. where they fought was just so cool. But I so, really yeah, hated. They, they fucking won the Cold War, bro. Exactly. But, but I really hated like his whole. I really hated his trainer being like, "You're a fucking loser," <laughs> and him being like, "Oh, I'm sorry." Drago. 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 Remember Duke saying that? Uh, I'd go number two. I'll put this at number two. Oof. Underneath Balboa, right there with me. I would, I'd put, I would put it above the fight for above four. There you go. It's a yeah, number two. I, I would number put, two. This is a, just a very well choreographed fight. I think the choreography is good. I think the emotional beats are there, and it's faster than the other ones. Yes, I don't think we spent is. a lot of time on this, which I think works well for the movie. Absolutely. And now it's time to rank the Rocky slash Creed cinematic universe. Currently, number one is Rocky two. Number two is Rocky Balboa. Number three is Rocky one. Number four, Rocky three. Number five, Rocky four. And number six, Rocky five. I already said, I put it at number one, and I stand by that. I would put this at number three underneath Balboa. 
Damn it, can you read it I, again? <laughs> it's so confusing to just I can't I have two, to see six, this. one, three. Six, one, three. Two Balboa. One, three. I would put it above um I would put it below Rocky One. I still think Rocky One is the OG. Uh, the, like I said, Rocky himself as a character was much more interesting. It bred this entire series run because it wasn't that the cast of characters around him were much more interesting. He was the most interesting magnetic thing in Creed. Just he is not magnetic enough yet. I know he'll get there, and I, Michael B. Jordan is magnetic himself. But I feel like the character of Creed was was only better. He was better as the movie went on because the people around him made him better. And Balboa made now, me cry also. Yeah, uh, and and, and gonna fly now is like is is such a strong moment, and that's why I think it's it's just right below one. I would probably agree with that. I, I I like this movie a lot. I just feel like one, it just kind of did all the beats that this movie did. It just did it slightly more rough around the edges than back in the seventies. And I think I like I, they're both great, but I think that one just kind of did it better. So I'd probably put it right below one. So there you go. Uh, number one, Rocky two. Number two, Rocky Balboa. Number three, Rocky one. Number four, Creed. Number five, Rocky three. Number six, Rocky four. And number seven, like Rocky five. Uh, we'll return next week with Creed two. Uh, and then the week after that, Creed three with Sancho live in the spare bedroom. Extremely excited for that. Um, let us know in the comments below how much you disagree with this list because I know you love to do that. Um, if you love the Philadelphia <laughs> birdies, if you don't, I don't know. Uh, talk about it. Engage, everybody. Engage. Sancho, thank you for hanging out with us. Where can people find you? you find me in everything at Sancho West. And of course, I'll be there in the spare bedroom, like you said, in a couple of weeks. So I'll see y'all soon, fam. Hell yeah. Until next time. Keep on punching. One ending. For a second, I thought you were playing Blind Melon. <laughs> <laughs>